from downtown, this is Tim Kitsa from NBHM, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, Nintendo has huge presence at the Tokyo Game Show, and now that there's so many games coming to Switch, what's left to port to it? At the moment, I feel Splatoon 3 may be the best value in gaming. And congrats to Jeremy and Shauna. <laughs> Congrats, definitely. Do you want to? I mean, do you want to lead with that? I guess we should introduce ourselves. Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode three hundred and thirty-nine. Your place to hear Nintendo fans talk about events involving Nintendo across the pond, across the world, Tokyo Game Show, and other news and stuff like that. We are your hosts. I'm Trey. Seven hours of golf for the podcast, Johnson. I am Jer Majesty Mikowski. I'm John. Forty hours of platoon hitter. Hey, I saw you guys got some hours on there. Jeremy actually beat you last time I checked, though. He had fifty. You probably you might have more. Wow. Now. Ooh. Yeah. I'm so. not competitive, so you don't need to take that as any sort of challenge. <laughs> well, I looked on there and I was like, oh wow, fifty already. That's all I play. That's like the only game I play anymore. I've been yeah, working fairly hard, so I haven't touched platoon in a couple days. Just because, so I just haven't had time because I've been working on, on a lot of stuff. But do you want to lead with the, with the congrats here with the congrats story that we were just saying? Oh, why why you said congrats? Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. why not? Yeah, I can lead with that. Uh, so I this past week I uh, was proposed to. I, I was engaged. I became engaged to be married to Shauna. So that's why they're saying congratulations. I'm pretty happy about it. Um, it was like as far as stories go. I feel like more the behind the scenes has more of a story to it because yeah. what I knew <laughs> was that she just pulled me aside at you know this camping trip and and uh, proposed to me around the campfire and it was really sweet. Uh, it totally took me off guard. Like it wasn't like I wasn't expecting that we were going to have the conversation on a serious level, but it was just uh, I just didn't know it was going to happen right then. Good, but it was a good. I mean, it was good, and um, so I'm still kind of kind of like letting it sink in but yeah that's what's going on with that so thank that's you awesome. for your cred- congratulations uh seems like it's Hooray. gonna be here for some life changes and uh or at least the beginning of them because i'm not exactly sure when uh the event's happening yet yeah it was um i mean i was kind of in the uh it was it was cool because i was kind of a little part of it i guess i, I was i was in the know like way before you were so yeah, uh sean, like sean actually did text me a, a couple of times about it and just kind of ran it, you know, was just kind of being like, oh, how, what do you think about this? And that sort of thing. So I, so I kind of knew about it for a while. So it was just kind of like, it was cool. I was like a insider, you know, I was the insider mm-hmm. to the, to the, um, to the engagement and all that. And I knew it was going to happen eventually. And I just didn't want to accidentally say anything about it at some point, <laughs> you know, cause I, I mean it. cause it was supposed to be like on a trip that you're going to, and that was supposed to be during a band thing that got COVID that didn't happen. And, right. and I remember I was going to be like, Oh, Hey, so did anything happen to you over the weekend or something like that? You know, expecting, but then I found out, you know, before you even went, I found that it wasn't, wasn't going to happen. So I was curious when it was going to come around. Cause it seemed like it was, uh, like like Shauna wanted to make it make it kind of a part of a thing, but I was just kind of like just 
you know, just go for it. Just do it sometime. Just get it over with, you know. That's how it ended up going down. So I think it, don't wait too long. You know, I would have had no preference for how this sort of thing went down. I was taken by surprise. I got to have that romantic experience near the campfire and stuff. So I feel like uh, my childhood self would have been happy about that moment in my life. So that's the best you can ask for, really. But yeah, from here on out, it's going to be planning and um, I guess whatever measures I want to take to improve my life in the meantime. But I think that's just sort of the initial thoughts of what do you do when you become engaged? Like Trey asked me, like jokingly, do I feel different? It's like soon I'm going to turn 40. I'm sure someone will ask me the same thing. It's like, Hey, you got engaged before 40. There you go. Right. I mean, I did too. I did too, I guess. Yeah, no, I did. I got married before I was 40. So yeah, you're going to beat me out there. Did that. Yeah. Well, but then I had, but then we got to spend our first year of marriage in, in quarantine, which was, you know, would be trying, trying for any, uh, any relationship, but we'd, but we, you know, we were able to do it. Yeah. I'll definitely be post 40. There's no way. It kind of sucked though, that we had to get thrown right into that two months right after, you know, it's like, Hey, <laughs> now you're, no, I agree, no, no but it speaks to the strength of your relationship also that, and I think a lot, and I think that's a lot of, honestly, that's a lot of what brought us together and allowed us to be so close uh, yeah because you started you started dating right before the pandemic too so i mean it was mm-hmm. like you know that was also was actually the test like of your just relationship about a year well. before it started but yeah well, it was 2019 still, mm-hmm. i mean still it's pretty close you know but anyway yeah, say don't don't uh, don't try to don't try to rush the wedding before your 40th birthday because i mean uh, i'm not trying to rush nothing because <laughs> I, hate, I don't like planning stuff and that's my uh that that's my words of advice. I mean, it seemed like Sean already had a, a lot of things planned out, but I said, uh, you know, if you want any advice, just don't try to rush the wedding and don't have it in a different country where your where your friends can't come. Those are my those are my two words <laughs> things of advice. Oh on, no, on weddings. it's not. That was never a, an idea. Like her her fa- her brother did, but that was because he had to. But he had another. Really? But he had another one. But he had another yeah. wedding, which is which is to. what yeah we were doing a couple weeks yeah. ago. We just there were so, some other people that I know that. That did that. That got married. It was never going to be a destination. Mad about it. Scenario. I mean, unless the destination being near here, you know, you're going to have to travel to. It's going to be somewhere around this area of the of the country. Um, but where exactly and when we still don't know. But I think Sean has got more of that figured out than I do, and for that I'm happy because I am a procrastinator for sure. Yeah, when it, when I mean when we got engaged, like that was part of what I, I was like, let's get engaged, but let's wait, let's have like a whole year where we can just chill out and we don't have to get stressed yet. Like that was a big part of it for me. I wanted to just like, you know, I didn't want to be like all of a sudden like, oh, we got to do this in like however many months, and then all of a sudden everything sucks. You know, it's like let's have some, let's take some time and figure it out. Well, thank you. I, I will keep that advice in mind. I personally don't see it being a problem, but. I've never been engaged before, so maybe it will be. Like I said, uh, I mean, I, I, it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like Shauna's her plan is in is like any time, any time, like super soon. So it's definitely not. Yeah, but congrats! It's good Thank to you. it's good to know. I know there were some listeners that wanted to hear that wanted to hear I'm leveling from, from, up your, from your style. side from your side. Yeah. So. I'm making my life more like Stardew Valley every day. <laughs> there you go. We, I mean, we've still been playing that game whenever we can. Justin and I have still been doing the co-op, and it's a lot of fun. It's a really, it's a great two-player game. And you know, before we can actually afford a house of our own, we can have like a fake farm of our own in uh, Stardew Valley. So it's been fun to play. Well, 
let's start the show as we normally do and talk about games that we bought and games that we've been playing for the week. Yeah. Um, I know you both have been into one game in particular, which I guess we we'll save that for. I'll just talk about the small things that I played. I like I said, I, I was I was really busy this week. I worked like four days in a row. Three of those days being like pretty long, like twelve hour days and and all that. And really, yeah, that's worth saying. Whatever Trace says, he works multiple days in a row. Like it's long days. These <laughs> yeah, are really like shoot, shoots are crazy yeah. long. Yeah. yeah. And well, this one was like out of town, and it was like really really early in the morning. Well, it's it's because we shot a lot of outdoor stuff, so they want to start like when the sun comes up and all that. And and we did, and we covered a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff. But it was, I mean, it was one of the, probably the most, one of the highest paying jobs I've been on. So that was great. Good. But, uh, but anyway, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been a little like preoccupied, but as I said in my, in my, uh, nickname, seven plus hours of editing, uh, anybody heard it last week, we had a three and a half hour episode of Nintendo main with, with Fuchsia, which I think was great. And it wasn't really, you know, we, we do kind of get a little sidetracked and talk about anime shows for a while, but. But I, but most of it was pretty much to the point. There was just like so much to cover. I, I love having her on, you know, and and we do van- we do tend to to ramble a little bit, but it's all it seems like good quality conversation. It was one of those things like we had we already wanted to talk about Splatoon, and then there was the direct, and like you know whenever we have a guest, there, it's always a longer episode, just because. But anyway, you know, in, any for anybody who uh, edits podcasts, they know it, it takes about at least twice the amount of time. That for it me, takes to, like to, re- to record it. Like if, if you get pretty quick about it, it takes me it takes me about twice the amount of time. So if it's a three hour episode, you have to expect to at least spend six hours editing it. So that's pretty much how it works. If anybody wants to know inside baseball here on on Nintendo Main. Anyway, I had I had seven plus hours to edit last week's podcast, and the best podcast game slash editing game that I recently got was Easy Come Easy Golf. So I've just been playing the crap out of that. And you would think after like seven hours of playing it straight while I was editing, I'd be tired of it. But then I, I wasn't. I kept playing it after that. So it's a damn good game. I would even say it's one of the best golf games on Switch. It's got much more costumes in it than Mario Golf does. That's for damn sure. And everybody has like 10 costumes each at least. So I appreciate that. And it's got Are you some... saying this was made by the people who did the uh... Hot Shots Golf? Hot Shots. Yeah, same people who made the other Mario Golfs. So it's in the it's in the it's in Can the Mario walk. Golf world. It, it's it's really good. Like I I don't know why it, nobody really mentioned it. Like the animations are really good. Like the like the courses look great. Like all the characters like animate really really well, and they just and they all have like a ton of different costumes that you can unlock. And there's different. Is there a story mode? Uh no, there's not a story mode. It's well, it's called tour mode. It's what I've been playing. That's a single player mode, and and there's basically different challenges based around the different courses. Okay. So like it, and there's different stuff. Like say you want to unlock a certain color for one of the characters. Sometimes it'll be like a like a driving test where you just basically like you know hit the ball as fast as far as you can, and whoever hits it the farthest wins. Like that type of thing. Or there's like nearest to pin contest where you just like you know it's pretty self-explanatory. You hit the ball closest to the pin, whoever's the closest wins that. And then there's um and then there's like tournament mode, you know, where you play like you'll play like nine. I haven't gotten to, I guess there's 18 whole ones, but I've only been doing them in like a nine hole chunks, but you'll play like in a tournament where you basically go through like nine holes and you alternate characters every hole. So you build a team of golfers that all have different, you know, they all have strengths and weaknesses and all that. And you kind of like try to build them together and they, they level up just like, just like any other RPG party and all that. And that's part of what's really cool about it is I found out that you can actually solo all your characters 
and just do nine holes with just one person and try to just build them up like that. And that's how you can unlock even more costumes than what's already available in the tour mode. But no, it's it's totally worth it for... I mean, it's 20 bucks. I'm sure I already put 20 hours into it. It's going to be... I guarantee you I'm going to play this for like 100 hours at least. It's just stupid. <laughs> it's, it, it plays really, really well. And it's and there's just so much to do in it. And there's I think there's like 12 whole like uh, courses or like, you know, um, different... different uh, 18, 18 holes times 12, however many holes that is. There's at least 12. That's what it shows on there as far as like unlockables. So, do you have, uh, so are you just done with Mario Golf probably? Well, I, I didn't get time to, I didn't have time to mention it last week, but this month has been the first month where Mario Golf has not, can't, has not had a new costume. They basically just threw another one in there again. So, it's basically they went back to one of the Yoshi colors that they had already done. So, I felt kind of, betrayed by mario golf that they did not give me a new costume for the month it felt like they given up given yeah, up on yeah, us. they chose a bad time to do it when a, a great new game with splatoon came out yeah well, i mean whenever well, the, an easy come easy glass uh, yeah <laughs> easy, easy golf yeah i just say uh if anybody's into golf take a look at it it's only 20 bucks it's cheap and there's so much to it for what it is like it's yeah, Does it have local multiplayer and all that uh i think i think you actually have to have your own system to play multiplayer which is weird like i don't think you can play two player i mean you can play two play there's online golf and right. there's and there's like local play but i think you both have to have a switch and a copy of the game which which sucks but i mean if you like golf if you like golfing 20 bucks if you like golfing by yourself there's a shit ton of stuff to do on it lots and lots of stuff and there's like match you know you can do match play and and as you go through the game you'll level up like you're like you'll start at like level one and whenever you beat the level that you're on you get a you go to to fight a boss or play against a boss and when you play against this boss you unlock that character so that's how it goes how you unlock more characters for your team and eventually you you know you there's i I haven't unlocked everybody yet i'm sure there's quite a few of them but yeah you can just and you can switch them in and out at any time and change their outfits and upgrade them whatever but it's a great game to play while you're listening to a podcast while you're editing a podcast because you know there is no rush to do anything yeah i also don't know how you play video games and edit at the same time you've got me well (laughs) i'll basically play i'll just play the podcast and i'll play around with the game and i'll listen to it and then i'll when i hear something i'll go back and change it and then actually playing playing a game while i'm editing actually really helps me stay on helps me like edit faster because if I'm not like playing something and I'm just watching the podcast, I'll I'll spend too much time like cutting out too much shit, and it'll take forever. So I kind of need a game to kind of keep my mind off of it a little bit, so I can just keep it going faster. It's it, it's it's a it's a balance that I that I've. Uh, I know, come up like with. once you get into it, you can really like find yourself micro editing, or I don't know if that's what you call it. Nitpicking. Yeah, if you get if I spend too much time on it and I don't have something to distract me from it somewhat. I'll spend like eight hours on like an hour podcast and I don't want to do that. And then so. <laughs> sometimes it comes out sounding a little weird from my own experience. Like I've had to go back and like undo some stuff I did. Cause like, Oh, that sounds bad actually. Well, our first, our, I mean, what, what I'll do is I'll like, you know, I'll edit it and then play it back and listen to whatever. Um, we had super inside baseball here, but uh, yeah, no. <laughs> um, in, in our, in our early, early episodes, I used to like take out like all of the time in between like it, like I would like zoom in and take all of the time mm-hmm. in between. So we were like so fast. It's sounded we're like da, 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 da. there's like no there's like no uh, breaks in between. Anyway, I don't do that. <laughs> I don't do that as much. But yeah, it's you you can notice the difference. But anyway, it's it's a great it's a great game to play. Um, 
it's uh yeah. I mean, it'll probably end up on my best game of the year. Like seriously, I think it's Holy awesome. Shit, it's awesome. Um, so if it's hot, if it's lower on the list, wait, never mind. There is a golf joke that I could make there. Oh, about like it's uh about if scoring it's number or nine, something. Then yeah. it's like not good. Yeah, it's good though. I mean, uh, yeah, they, it should have been in the direct. I don't know, it wasn't. It was in the Japanese direct. It's just it, it it surprises me just like how much detail is in all the characters and how well they're animated and voiced and and all the stuff in there. It's a lot, lot. I feel for, like golf games might lot be for a more little popular in the West, more popular here than in Japan. Potentially. Oh, I thought that golf games were huge in Japan. Anyway, regardless, easy come, easy golf, great. Speaking of great games, Xenoblade Chronicles Three. I did finally get to play some of it last night. Uh, after after I got off the uh, after I got off work, I was like, "All right, I got finally got some time. I'm going to sit down and play Xenoblade Chronicles 3. And I've been uh, I've been I've been looking at the at the calendar because um, Persona Five is coming up on the it's coming out on the 21st, which is a month from now. So I'm like, I need to figure out somehow that I can beat Xenoblade Chronicles Three before Persona Five comes out because it's gonna if those are both exist at the same time, it's just not going to happen because they're both hundred hour game, hundred hour RPGs. So I'm trying to figure out a way that I can beat Xeno before that. And I'm, I'm getting close to like 60 hours into, into Xenoblade. I'm on chapter five. There's, there's seven chapters total. If worse games to wor- come to worse, I could just like plow through it. I mean, I'm like level 60 already. I could probably just like do the regular main quest, but the, but the side quests are too much fun. Like that's the problem. That's why, that's why I don't want to finish it, but that's what I'm trying to do. I even made a just for the fun of it. I made a I made another folder just for RPGs that I hope to sometime have enough time to finish, just to like kind of trim the fat and just have the ones that I just wanna that I just wanna play. I'll be like, here, they're right there. I can remember if I ever you know have time to play RPGs. Which just think about that. How much time is in that folder? It, there's hundreds not that many. Hundreds of hours. But there's like uh you know I put like Fire Emblem in there because I do want to beat three houses before engage. You know, I kind of promised myself that I should try to get through a Fire Emblem before I get another one, that type of thing. I need to give it another chance. I do own it. And like, uh, you know, like Shin Mikami Tensei Five, like that's a main one that I was really upset that I didn't get all the way through because I did really like that game. Like, and like Live Alive's in there also, which I loved, but it came out a week before Xenoblade. Did you love it? So it had like no chance whatsoever. It just had no chance. Live Alive releasing like a week before Xenoblade no, Chronicles. No, I'm surprised just, I don't you know, have it yet. Like I'm actually kind of shocked. It just got it just got eaten by Xeno, you know. And it's such a shorter game than Xeno. Like it's like more around like the 20 30 hour mark instead of like 100 and whatever Xenoblade is, you know. So, but no, it's it's cool, you know. I went I found the colony of people that aren't involved in the Kevis versus Agnes battle, so they're like real people. This game has so many like parts of RPG or Parts of uh, sci-fi stuff that I love, like it's it's got a little bit of Logan's Run in there, where like the characters they only live to ten years before they get killed or rebirthed or whatever. But you find a you find a colony where people have where there's like young where there's kids and older people and all that, and they don't know what that means because they're inside of the society where like they only live like ten years and they get rebirthed and all that. So there's like a whole funny part of them just like discovering babies and them just describing where babies come from and all this stuff and it's just like oh boy it's funny yeah because they don't know anything because they're just like you know they're just like fucking war kids that are just uh which i guess is like a is kind of an anime trope too but they're just like you know they're kids that are that are born and raised to fight and that's all they know and they don't understand so even like brave new world they don't, they don't understand families and all that they're stuff right. it's just uh they're just out there to kill the other side and it's cool and the stories are the story's still great 
um, I met the, the main guy, uh, Van Dam, that like starts the whole story. You meet like his daughter and like the and the town that they're from. And since he like turned you into Ouroboros and all that, they're all kind of upset that they didn't get it. Like they, it's one of those things where like you're not worthy, but they should have gotten it, but you got it anyway. So everybody kind of hates you when you get there. There's just there's just all these really cool like uh, story stuff that keeps going through the game and all that. And it's uh, and I just it was just you know after like a, after long days of work and I just was like really tired and I just I just today I just wanted to just wake up and just just play games so I just went for the one that is closest to my heart and that was Xenoblade. What time did you get up? I got up at like noon. I didn't. I was not. I slept for like ten hours. I wasn't gonna, <laughs> you know, I wasn't gonna get up early. I did have some really weird Xenoblade related dreams as well, but we don't have to talk about that. But yeah, that's. I mean, that's basically what I've been doing. Talk about Zinoblade that other Chronicles. Talk about that other game that you've been playing, which I do like. Splatoon three. It was just I just wasn't. Well, hold on. We could talk about that, but what if I talked about because I had a little bit of stuff from when I was in Tennessee. Sure, go for it. And then I did get another game that's because that's like a meme, and it's Nintendo. But I for like a sure. day, yeah, it's like it was up all of a sudden, and you already jumped. I did. I thought it was fake. I honestly didn't think it was a real game. I thought somebody just made it up. But I've never watched any. I mean, I just saw little videos on Twitter, so I don't know. Well, I'll just do. I'll do the Tennessee thing first, which isn't much. But uh, we didn't really talk about it last week. But the week before, I had gone to Dollywood. I think I did at least mention that. But we stayed in this cool cabin, and it was like uh, super deluxe. It was like up in the mountains, and uh, they had a gaming room in the basement. Or I guess it wasn't really the basement because everything's like up on a mountain, like on the side of a mountain. So the ground floor, if you want to call it that had a floor below it that still was you know open like had a balcony and everything and that was the game room and they had like a ping pong table air hockey table pool table um and then they had two arcade cabinets and i got really excited and it turns out like one of them was really cool it was like a i think we've seen these out before you might have both of you might have seen them at some point they're they're big barrels like they're barrels that have been converted into tabletop arcades no. And they were like these ones and obviously had the same sort of suite of arcades like that I'd seen at the uh like whenever we go to MGC they've always got these little arcades little like tabletop arcades set up everywhere. So it was that same sort of operating system but it was a dual a dual uh, joystick tabletop cab so you could play like multiplayer and stuff and super cool. It probably had like hundreds of different arcade games on it. So I thought that was really dope. And then they had the same sort of thing set up, but on a, on a full arcade cab, but the monitor was like super, super dim. So I don't know. It, it wasn't quite as cool other than that. It literally was the like correct aspect ratio. Cause you know, like you want to turn your monitor sideways for some games, like some classic arcades. It was literally like a, a computer monitor. They had set up sideways as the screen, but it was super dim. And so I actually like, I was like, I wonder what's in this thing. Like, is this like an actual convertible arcade cab or is it like just a wooden shell? They put some sort of thing in. So having already noticed it was a computer monitor, I'm like, okay, I I bet there's just a desktop PC in here. So I like pull it out from the wall. It's pretty easy to do. It's got like wheels on the bottom and the back's just open. And it's literally like a raspberry Pi style. I don't think it was a raspberry Pi, but just a circuit board just sitting down like open on a, on a block of wood with a bunch of wires running out of it to where the joysticks were, to where the monitor was, and then, of course, to, like, a power supply. But the actual, like, board was just laying on it, just 
like on the like not the <laughs> ground, but like the inside of the cabinet, just like laying there. And yeah, it was just like a single board. And otherwise, it was just an empty shell. Like the arcade cabinet was just like, I don't know, a window dressing, so to speak. But um, it did kind of inspire me to think I could build my own one of these maybe someday and maybe like put a little more effort into it. But it's, you know, ultimately it looked really cool and the, the concept's great. And I think it could be executed better. But they probably had that thing there for years and people always think it's great. So they just leave it. But the air hockey table is great. I'll tell you what, I love playing air hockey and just being able to play infinite air hockey was great. I'm so bad at air hockey. I hate air hockey because I, most of the time I score on myself because I'm not good at it because I'll like hit it really hard and it'll go like, and then it goes behind me and goes on my goal almost, almost every time. Terrible at it. Um, On the, on the thoughts of making, I don't know if we ever said this before on like making your own arcade. I haven't seen anybody do this. I'm sure somebody has somewhere and made a YouTube video about it or whatever. But I would love to make like an arcade cabinet that you could put your switch in, like you. And it has like a yeah. dock inside of it, and you just right. like put your switch in there, and then it like goes up on the screen, and then you have a, and then you have a joystick there, and you could just play stuff off. It seems like simple, but I, but that would be awesome. Like I'd love, love to. Or just you have... could even like rotate the screen to do like the aspect ratio difference for the arcade games. Oh yeah, I guess if that. Right. I mean, that doesn't really matter that much to me. So I, I just want like a. Just like, yeah, you could just like throw it in a thing and play like the Street Fighter Anniversary Collection or whatever, like with a full on joystick and or you could play like the, you know, like the Turtles games or whatever, like stuff like that, like that you want to have an arcade experience. You could just plop your switch in there and then now you have it in an arcade. I've like seen in an uh, video thing. I've, I've seen, seen little YouTube tiny videos ones, of like, like a video pinball stand-up. tables mm-hmm. where you could like play like, uh, yeah, the the video pinball games through and it'll be like on a giant screen. I mean, you've played those in real life. I mean, what? Well, I was gonna say like the I, I, it's I, one you buy yourself and then you it literally just has a switch dock on it that you play. The, oh, I, I thought you were talking about like because when we go to Midwest Gaming Classic, they have they have like you know it's basically the V the whatever the VX uh, pinball games, but they're actually built into like pinball machines. So yeah. like you so like you stand over it hitting the buttons like you would on a regular pinball machine, but it's a big like screen that goes mm-hmm. like that goes vertical yeah. and you this play the same and you play thing, like, and you play like family you play like family guy pinball or whatever on there through that and it's kind of cool you know like it, it's it's basically like playing the switch mm-hmm. on a pinball thing you know and it's kind of cool but they they have a bunch of those at MGC that you can always play in the arcade area well one other game i want to talk about and i guess it's still a recent enough meme that by the time that this episode comes out maybe It'll be ancient and it won't matter. <laughs> no one will but... care anymore. <laughs> I don't. I don't feel like anybody knows what it is. Like I, I saw like two tweets about it and I thought it was made up, but you have it well, already. I saw so you're, you're ahead of the... John. You posted about it in the Slack first. Yeah, just right? today. Or did yeah. you? Was that just today? It was today. I don't know why I felt like it was so much more. I just I just saw. I stuff woke about up and it yesterday. then went back to sleep, and I think I, that like threw me off. Like I took a nap today. Yeah, I thought it but was. But anyway, a fake I game. saw I saw it and. Uh, I, uh, John said it was like the spiritual successor or what it was like a Kotaku article. Yeah. And it was like, hear me out. You know, it was definitely like setting you up to be like, uh, uh, skeptical. It's like, hear me out. Trombone, uh, champ is the spiritual successor to Donkey Konga or something like that. I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. I don't really care about this. And I didn't care until I started seeing people posting videos of it on Twitter and then. I saw that uh, Eric Van Allen did an article about it for uh, Oh yeah, Destructoid or whatever the other site is he works for. I'll read that. 
I mean, I'll try to find and it. He I'll... actually like played trombone back in high school or something. I think so. He's hmm. got like trombone. So he knows he knows whether opinions. it's accurate or not. <laughs> yeah, that was what made me want to play it. Like his article more than anything. And then of course I started seeing like videos and, and just being like, all right, I think it's going to probably make me laugh, and that could be worth the fifteen bucks. And I totally yeah, was. Trailer alone. I, made me I laugh. went. I went to uh, Twitter. Just. I do it several times a day, like at this point, like habitually without even realizing it. And I'm just looking at the trending topics. And I saw after seeing a few articles about, I think after I'd read the article uh, that trumpet champion, what is, what else did he even call it? Trombone champ. I keep calling it the wrong thing. Trombone champ was uh, trending on Twitter at like five or sixth place. So then I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to go to steam. And it was like towards the top of the, like the most popular games there. So I'm like, Fuck it. I'm going to do it. 15 bucks. I downloaded it. It took like less than a minute to download and install it. You know, it's just a super basic kind of MIDI kind of game, but I had fun with it. I, I didn't play it a lot, but you're basically just use uh, any of the letter keys on your keyboard, or you can use the left mouse button and then you press the button as soon as the, the note, you know, it shows you to hit the note and then you let go of it when you like stop holding out the note. And then in the meantime, you slide your mouse forward and backwards, and it's actually inverted. And I guess that's supposed to more accurately mimic like how you make notes go up and down on a trombone. But what, uh, what do you, what do you do? Sorry, what do you do to to mimic the? So the you've got like a, a scrolling line of notes coming at you from the right side, scrolling over to the left, and then you've got the line which represents when you need to hit the button. And then let go of it, which is the the time you're holding on to the the trombone note. It's a lot like Guitaro Man in that you're holding down the note, but at the same time you're like modulating it. And the way okay, you modulate yeah. it, this is with the the movement of the mouse forward and backwards. And it's inverted, but it's really easy to like get the feel of what they mean. Like you know, you go down, it's going to get higher pitched, and then you go out, it's going to get lower pitched because of where it you know what how it actually makes sense on a trombone like it's just a big slide whistle kind of or it's like a slide whistle it's not a whistle don't get mad at me trombone players <laughs> sorry i kept calling it a trumpet uh no it's a trombone it's anyway i i i got it and it was making me laugh my ass off and it, it in a lot of ways it reminded me in a, in a weird way i guess of that uh and there's a video of on, on our youtube of me playing the american idol yeah game boy the advanced game, boy advanced game. game yeah. <laughs> just like the weird like weird off pitch uh things that would happen if you're like weren't doing the vocals right in that it's what it sounds like in this except that's not a bug that's a feature like you're never really gonna sound in tune and i guess maybe eventually there's gonna be these incredible players that are gonna do that properly but right now the this the scoring system's forgiving enough that it just doesn't make sense that i'm passing <laughs> but it's also just fucking hilarious to hear what i'm playing can you fail like a, a song like mid song? I don't know. Like you could in uh, I Guitar Hero, yet, but I am playing on whatever the normal difficulty is. So maybe they introduce that on higher difficulties. Because as far as like Donkey Konga or like um whatever uh, the drum game, which they're pretty much the same thing, like that versus Guitar Hero. What I always liked is like you just had to get like to a certain point in 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 like points, and then you could do whatever, and you'd still complete the song. So like Donkey Konga wouldn't like kick you out of the song right like it would in guitar hero like it like you wouldn't like fail to a point where you had to like stop yeah you would just so. be done and then be like nope you failed yeah i prefer that I, I like it the other way the way they'll let you go through the whole song instead of just like having you you know like die at the same part 
every time, which can get so really far annoying. I haven't gotten below a C either. So that's what I mean. Like it's very forgiving. Um, I think there is like an S tier, so it's not like A is the best, but um, I haven't seen that. It's got a very DDR style presentation when you where you choose the songs and like it's really bright and mm. colorful. All the characters look like me's pretty much. Like it totally looks like music. Do they have that fucking song in there? Uh, it feels good or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? It's like a comedic trombone song. It was on fuck. It was on the first Doctor Strange movie. It's like na 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 na. Have you heard that song? It might. It's uh, called is it's, it public it's, domain. It's called it feels good. Like we used to play it. Like for we used to play it for last call at the owl all the time. Like I don't know the. The owner Scott thought it was hilarious, but do it's, you know uh, what year it's from? Because it, it's probably everything. It, it's probably not everything public in this domain. game is public domain. I don't know if that means like the person who made the game, like because uh, there are some original tracks, I guess, but I'm not sure who composed those. Like I was like going through it, and it was like you know uh, what's the old gray mare ain't what she used to be or whatever. Yep. Like the, <laughs> that is fucking hilarious like it's like i was like so i was so off too but like you're still like a backing track and it's just all this crazy like almost like the intro to katamari like the weird animals popping up you know if you remember that it's like that but just a bunch of gray horses popping up everywhere and then they're just everywhere (laughs) like dancing to the as you're talking about how the gray mary ain't what it used to be (laughs) then uh I don't know. They just really gave a lot of color to these old songs. I guess like the William Tell Overture is pretty fun. Um, I did. There is. And I was like, kids are like, are going to be asking why there's not a ska track on here. And then I was like going down and there was one called Scabbard. And literally the description is like, people keep bullying me or something along those lines. People keep bullying me to put a ska song here. So here it is. Now leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> so there is actually a ska song. I can't confirm. There you go. Um, and uh, oh, and I want to say why I was called Jer Majesty earlier. That's literally the name of one of the stock characters in the game is Jer J E R Majesty. So wow, you're in the I game. Have to play, I they have knew. to play this character. They yeah. knew about you. They listened so, to the podcast and they put it in there because they know that we love trombones. Yeah, we so I'm Jer Majesty. Like <laughs> that's the stock character's name, guys. I didn't even come up with that one. <laughs> so yeah, it's fun. I don't know if I would. I like. I want to play it with Shauna, or you know, I want to play it with. Yeah, say so Shauna played it yet? No, I just got it this afternoon, and I think it's probably going to be more fun. But I think I can player? put it. Not as far as I know, but I do think I can just put it onto the TV through the HDMI cord on my laptop. They really need. They need to release it very low. They need to release it on consoles with some sort of weird plastic trombone that you can play with. Like, I, I mean. You know, I'm not gonna. I wouldn't be surprised if with within the next week someone puts up a YouTube video where they've made their own like DIY controller work. Because I hope you so. just need one button and some sort of. I don't know how you would like translate the slide mechanism, but I know like the Steam controller, the Steam controller, which they've like basically stopped talking about, and they like sold at closeouts. That's got like a touchpad on it that's supposed to recreate like a mouse. So I wonder if you could oh, use yeah. that to play it. Like, if they were to put it on the Switch, I mean, isn't there a bow and arrow game on the Switch that uses the Joy Cons or something like that? Like, put two Joy Cons and you know, pull them closer and further apart. I mean, that was Wii Sports Resort on on Wii, but I mean, I don't know of anything on Switch that does that per se. I think you could just have know, it. Not that the I know. Joy Con, just hit a button on one and then move the other one up and down to like yeah. control pitch because that's 
that's the whole controls of the game. Like mm-hmm. you need one button and one slider. So yeah, it's uh it's hilarious. I highly recommend trying it out. Um if you can't try it out because you don't want to play stuff on PC or whatever, like I'm not saying it's gonna change your life or anything, but it's pretty fucking funny. I mean it's tempting. I mean I don't I don't play anything on my computer and probably won't run on it. Anyway, it's like a very but, low <laughs> you know there's no way this is like high resource. Like I said, it downloaded and installed within a minute. Yeah, but it's still like uh you know, it's like different like I don't have like the the newest iOS or anything like that, you know, so it probably wouldn't work. And it probably doesn't work on Mac anyway. Because <laughs> a lot of things don't, but I don't know. But it but it it does look intriguing, I guess. I mean it's bound to come to Switch eventually. It doesn't look like, like you're saying, it doesn't look very graphic heavy. And uh, it's not. if it's popular enough, you never know. It'll probably show up on here five years I from hope, now. I hope for more, uh, like, I hope I start seeing, like, cross posts of, like, Fall Guys and Among Us, like, posting about it. Because once you start seeing that, then you know a game's really taken off. And uh, once, once they start the putting Fall Guys community. songs in there, but in trombone form. Hey, you know what? I paid fifteen bucks <laughs> for it. If they're gonna release more content, That's what they should do. Down. Just let, but let yeah, I don't. Know. I don't doubt this will be on Switch. If if it loses its steam in the next couple of days, pun intended, then maybe not so much. But yeah, if people are still talking about this a week from now, it's gonna be on Switch. You could play it on Steam Deck because because that thing has like little mouse pads on it. It does. Yeah, Steam Deck does. Yeah. Two of them, it I really think does. They, they're it's really like, they, they're really weird. <laughs> like it, it's, I, it doesn't look comfortable, but yeah, they're on there. It's kind of like a 2.0 version of their their controller, like based around a little PC. Yay! But anyway, the other thing I had to talk about was uh, Splatoon. What John and I played a lot of Splatoon Three. Yeah. So I thought we should say right off the bat, John, that we've changed our names. Who changed our names? Yeah. In case Jeremy anyone ran off. into us. And uh, I didn't. Know, I don't remember exactly why I did it. I think I was just kind of drunk, and I was like, "I'm going to be Dino Wars if they'll let me." And they, they let me. So <laughs> can you can you change that's it? My name now. Can you you can change it in the game? You don't have to go into the Correct. switch menu or whatever. Your, okay, your official Correct. Nintendo name or whatever. But you, you have to. It, it stays for thirty days. So yep. yeah, you can only change it once a month. Oh, or, okay. Yeah. And uh, also, if you violate <laughs> terms and conditions or whatever, sure. then you might get like kicked off. So. Make sure you choose your name, and it's not like something really obscene. So Jeremy chose Dino Wars, and along the same lines of NES games we love, I went with Gimmick. There you go. Nice. John had to pick that one because you've officially won the world because Gimmick is coming to Switch now. That's right. So you have right. to have yeah, to let everybody know that you were in. I got on my it. long shot. Now you're the ambassador. You were in yeah. on that party before it happened. Yep, I'm the official Gimmick ambassador, bringing it to the world. It's where all his, uh, advertise within within Splatoon that's coming. His little uh, banner is all about gimmick. So mm-hmm. what uh what level are you on now, John? Like uh or what level are well either of you on? Like as I don't far know. as I, there's levels, I guess. Um, I didn't really know that. I'm level thirteen. Last I checked. Okay, I, I was level ten. Uh, yeah, you oh, you you level up. You level up while you're doing the multiplayer. It it, it gets a little confusing because there's like a catalog level up and. The oh, there's there. levels. There's levels for everything. There's there's yeah. a level for. Have you played? There's the tabletop game has its own level too, which I yes, thought was I played oh, yeah. a bunch this week. Yeah, I'm glad you got to that because I think it's really cool. Um, it's really fun. Yeah, there's the catalog level and there's also your regular level. The regular level is you know there's weapons. I'm just curious because John came into it without having a save from Splatoon two, uh-huh. so. You have to, if you want to unlock certain weapons, you have to get to a certain level because there's, you unlock a certain amount of level of weapons every level. Oh, right. And then you get the little tickets that you can use like one per weapon, which was different. It was all money for the other one, but. 
That is that was new. And also, I wanted to ask you last week: like, does anybody know what level you have to get to to get to the ranked matches? I don't. If you don't have saw, Splatoon I I two, the weapons save up to nineteen though, right? Like the weapons go to level thirty, the same as oh, uh, they go to 30, th- that's yeah. the same as the Splatoon two, which I just learned that before three. Whereas once you get to level thirty, you stop unlocking new new uh, tiers of weapons. Level thirty is the last one. At least that I was, will that say, was like I'm not exactly leveling up quick, but it is a it is a huge rush when you have a really good match and you get like a bunch of points. Well, are you mm, doing? Are you doing the crusty Sean's food and all that? I should be doing it more often. I have a lot of meal tickets. I mean, I was gonna say if you're not. I mean, I don't. Oh, think, I've not done that at all. I was gonna say if you guys aren't. Well, I mean, you you find a lot of meal tickets in the single player with both of you played through, but you can also get a whole bunch of meal tickets in Salmon Run, which was which was my favorite. Uh, well, it was just probably it's like my favorite multiplayer thing, which you haven't played it. You should, and you get a ton of money, a ton of money from that too, and extra, uh, you know, outfits and such. I dove into that well. for the first time this week, and I've been been enjoying that. It's cool, right? Let's see all the the different varieties of bosses and stuff that you fight. Yeah, it's like having a whole another game in, within the game. Did you get to fight the giant one yet, like the kaiju one? Uh, no, I didn't get that far yet. It's it's kind of like I guess there's like sort of like a kaiju meter that builds like in between matches mm. or something, but it's really cool when you get to fight like the Salmonid King and it's like a big giant fucking Godzilla monster that comes like on the fourth because there's like three waves and then sometimes it'll show up on the fourth wave and you don't have to beat it to still pass like if you don't beat it you still it still counts as winning but but no I, I think Salmon Run's great I was having a lot of fun with it I need to get into it but I've been sort of brushing up i've been doing everything else well not really because i've been doing all the modes do, do you have anarchy mode john have you been able to access it yet i've accessed it well you well yeah. you you get it automatically because you have splatoon oh, 2 save but i've seen that's john the, playing that when he's been in my world yeah that's the the one where you can do like the moving tower and yeah it's the one that has the that, different yeah. like themed ones like clam blitz yeah, and the tower control and clam blitz one that that one took me a while to get Get a, uh, I get still a, I still don't understand it. Do you do you, do you well, get it? I, I thought it was yeah, it's really complicated. Like, it's, it's like so you got two sides and and you have a, a basket and your basket is locked until the other team pops the balloon beneath the basket and then the basket opens up and that's the point where you can start shooting the clams in there. The clams are scattered all around the level. You pick them up, you bring them over to the the enemy team's uh, basket and. You basically shoot them in like like basketballs or something. And so it's it's a bit complicated. It's probably the most complicated. And there's like a f- and there's the like a football too. Yeah, it's it. That was the one yeah, I just couldn't wrap my head get, around. So you you collect so many clams, and then after a, a while, uh, after a certain number, the clams turn into like one big football. And I think you can just like launch that one football in at once. I'm not I'm not certain. If that's the case or not, or if that's just like I think you're supposed to put it in the basket or something like that. I I'm wondering if maybe that's just the game's way of like there's so many clams you could collect they're 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 kind of trailing behind you and once it gets to a certain point is it just like okay this is like your your purse that you're carrying all the clams in or something sure I think I think that's what it is I don't quite understand that that part of it yet either everything is it. very aquatic uh yeah I've heard about throwing around the pig skin but the clam skin I mean what yeah, that's a little uh, ooh, you know, a little spicy there. <laughs> um, no, uh, yeah, I mean, as I mean, speaking of leveling up, uh, like 
you know, you're saying like, you know, leveling up higher or whatever. If you play the anarchy stuff, you get a lot more for winning, but if you don't, but you don't get as much for losing, obviously. In in Splatoon mm-hmm. 2, you got nothing for losing, but I think you still get a little bit of something on this for losing. Just from getting medals and stuff, you get a little tiny bit of experience points, but in Splatoon 2, you got, I've only played it you a got nothing times. I on uh, ranked mode for losing. I did notice I got a lot more points. Like, well, I, I think I won, I think I played two matches and I won both. I was on the winning team, I should say. Yeah, the the only one... like the tower mode, both the best between the two between the clam and the tower. The tower, I think, is more fun. What about uh, what about like um, Rainmaker and Splat and like Splat Zones? Have you played those? Oh, um, I guess I have not. Rain Rainmaker is the one where you get the where you get, it's basically like capture the flag, but but the flag is like a bazooka, is like a is like a highly powered weapon. So it's like it, a really strong weapon, but you walk really slow when you. Yeah, you walk slow and it doesn't fire quickly. Obviously, it has a slower use... fire rate, but you have to like take it to a certain like your... thing and you like spike it down, and that's how you win or whatever. How do you get to that one? Is they it, they all like... they alternate like every three they hours alternate. or that's whatever. Yeah. And, but there's different if you're playing like because there's like the an, there's two different anarchies. There's like the regular anarchy and there's the one where you have to win like three to get a win, or you can like right. lose if you lose how many like but and I like and that. those are different also. Like those will have different types. What I like about those is that like you play the the say the turf war and you know every once in a while that was just like. Okay, these, these feel kind of like quick ex- exhibition matches. Now it's a little meteor. So then you go into the anarchy battle where you have have to win a couple in a row. Then it feels like, all right, I'm got a little bit more of a commitment. There's a little bit more time p- put in there, so I feel like more is at stake, and it feels like a, a meteor experience, which maybe that'll take you like I don't know, twenty or thirty minutes to do all that. Um, so it, that's that's a lot more fun too when. When you don't want something that just feels like a throwaway, like the turf war, sometimes it's gonna feel like that. Well, I, I think also if you play in the anarchy mode, there's a like, like it, it kind of reminded me of when you were talking about switch sports and when you got to like pro mode on soccer, where like everybody was mm-hmm. better on your team. I think yep. if you play on anarchy mode, there's a better chance that you'll run into people that are better at the game because right. that's because that's it's basically the new version of ranked mode, which is where like the competitive people play. Like it's like Fuchsia was like. Was was pretty much 100% ranked mode on Splatoon 2 and all that. So that'll probably be where you find people who are better on your team. You yeah, have a better challenge, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Turf War, I can get to the point where I think, I think most of the time my team is winning. And when I play the Anarchy, that's not really the case. It's, I feel like it's more 50-50. Mm. Are you, uh, what, I mean... Uh, what have you been using? Like, what weapons have you been? Uh, I've defaulted out to. I think it's called the arrow splat, which it looks like a, like a, like an airbrush. Are you um, talking? Are you talking about the aerospray? Aerospray, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's my favorite. That's been the one that yeah. I use the most because, well, it covers a lot of ground for. Um, I, yeah. I I like it for uh, just regular turf war because it covers a lot of ground really quickly. I think yeah, that might be the one I'm using too. Is that the one that has the? Uh, Basically, the curling bombs, and then also you have the hammer as the special. Not the curling bombs. No, it's got... Uh, well, it had the hammer on Splatoon 2, but not on 3. They actually mm-hmm. changed it. I'm trying to remember which one it is I'm using, because I'm using one that's like... I don't know. I love it. It's perfect. I always get number one ink turfer. Because uh, well, arrow, the arrow spray, the one that... I think the one that you can unlock, and I think there's only one on this one, is uh, actually tell is, is the one that you can unlock. Is you, isn't it the one where you do the zip thing? Or no? Wasn't that no, the aerospray has the reef slider. Reef oh, slider. oh, it has the the Akira move. Yeah, I uh, I tweeted that that it, that Akira's in uh, in Splatoon now, right? Where you get on the motorcycle and you do the spin. 
slide and explode. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's Akira. The, yeah. the spinning the spinning motorcycle. That's totally. There's Akira one that thing. I just discovered that I think it was at the Umbrella that has a totally has like a Dragon Ball move where you you fly you levitate in the air and you raise your air your oh, arms. Oh, the booyah up, bomb. The booyah bomb. Yeah, that. When yeah, I saw that, that was I, from I, two. I yeah. Out loud. I thought that was so funny. No, I, I I I like the booyah bomb just because of like the community of it, you know, because because you know the booyah bomb, like all of your teammates throw booyahs to you, and it like makes your booyah ball whatever bigger. I know. I keep forgetting to do depending that. Depending on how many I people do up. it, so I like mm-hmm. that. Like everybody can help you, like have that cr- have that big attack there. Like I thought that was a really I didn't know cool that part thing. Yeah, That's you cool. you got to do the booyahs. That's what people are saying. Like you got to got to ink the base and and booyah the bomb. You know, throw your booyahs to your to your uh, team and all that. I'm seeing a picture of what I use, but it's not saying the name of it. Aerospray. It's like a metal thing, and it has like a cord, and there's like a mm-hmm. can thing on the back, and it looks it looks like an actual gun. Like it looks like a yeah. metal, you know, versus like some of the ones that look like uh, super soakers that are on there. Yeah. I like it because I feel like it's got a wide spray and it does, sprays yeah. a pretty long distance too. It is a wide spray, but it's also fairly powerful too. Like you can you can take out people pretty quickly. Like as far as damage goes, you know, it's pretty easy to kill people if you get close enough to them. I saw oh, you spl- splashomatic. That's what I'm using. Oh, was that the one that has like the big um, cone thing on the front of it? Yeah, it doesn't have like a whole lot of range, but it's got a lot of coverage. I use that one too. Powerful. Yeah. So I, that's got the. Uh, it's got the curling bombs which i really liked because you throw them ahead of you and then you just like reef charge as you follow them and also it just covers the base really well and then um that the hammer move is fucking awesome oh i i use the hammer move like crazy in splatoon too like that was my favorite yeah, i still yeah. use it a lot on this well i was using the um the splatana has the hammer on there also uh, i mean it's great for offensive but it's also great just for like covering like a bunch of extra ground like if you if you wait for the very end to activate the hammer like in the last couple of seconds and then you like knock a few guys out and cover part of their base like it's pretty fun it's did you know satisfying did you know that you could throw the hammer did I you did know, not that? know that that's that's something i just learned in splatoon 3 well i they had me doing it in the single player mode so i, guess oh, okay. I should have known that yeah but i, I forgot i guess i don't and, think i got that far Maybe they just added it for this one. Yeah, if you hold like the back button instead of the front one, like the the regular R instead of ZR, you can throw the hammer. You can like you can throw the thing at, at people, which I was like, okay. But no, when I was playing Splatoon two, like my favorite, when I was starting to get into the brush stuff, the Octo Brush slash uh, hammer was like my favorite weapon. But they don't have that anymore. They kind of nerfed it. Like they don't have the Octo Brush hammer comp. Now it's the Octo Brush Spider Man thing where you can zip around which i'm not very good at I, I haven't gotten good at that yet where you can do the where you can spider-man to places i know john you were saying that you were that you got into like the sniper a little bit i could never get into that weapon it was just too slow oh, yeah. for me uh-uh. the charge and well it's like what risk and reward right is what the, what people are saying about, well, about I just, it. i'd like, like the yeah. the satisfaction of finding a good spot to camp out and sure yeah picking people off and hiding you know that's I, I love the whole variety of weapons overall in this game. You know, you, you have different weapons for different moods. Sometimes I feel like being a little bit more sneaky and getting that sniper rifle. Other times I feel more like just going out and being one of the boys and you know, charge your head on the field and, and use that arrow arrow spray, spray whatever it's called. Mm. And it's cool to just have a, a whole bunch of variety like this game has. I'm glad. I'm glad that you like it. I'm glad that you that you yeah. got onto it because. 
I mean, the the amount that you like like online games and stuff like that. I mean, you'll love Splatoon because, like I said, it it may seem like that not that much of a change from two, but they're gonna keep adding shit for the next two years. So when you look at Splatoon three, well, you didn't play two, did you? In like twenty twenty four. Oh yeah, so you have even more stuff to go through. But when you get to Splatoon two in twenty twenty four, it's gonna look much different, or Splatoon three, than it does now. Mm -hmm. You know, so and and I saw that you you've been using a lot of the uh, phone app as well, right? Oh yeah, I've been using this the NSO app more than any other for any other game. Like I find myself at work sometimes checking in on it and see, you know, what's available on the shop that I can buy and pick up from merch later on. I feel like like the integration with the app is the best of any game so far. I actually haven't done that yet. That's something I need to try buying the stuff on the app because I do like to decorate my locker. I've gotten into that. So I do check that stuff out. And also like I really wish you could just design your banner on your phone, but I don't think you can still. Well, I mean, what's great about the app is you can also look at like the schedule for like when they're changing mm-hmm. all the ranked battles and and what I think is really cool is the and I and I sent it to the Slack, but and John did as well. Like you can kind of see you can see like a graphic showing like which weapons you use, like kind of mm-hmm. kind of like a graph, uh, a pie graph showing like which one you use, you you use more than the others, and that's really cool. Like to show like and and of course you can like if you play salmon run it'll show like your your you know when you won and lost and like what what happened in the different matches and same with salmon run it'll show the schedules on that because now that salmon run is twenty four hours they change the weapons in salmon run and like the levels that you're in like every three hours or you know so you can look and look in, in the future and see what's going to bring from that as well yeah it's 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 cool it's just um. With all the work that I was doing, I was just like, Splatoon is too, it's just too fast for me. I need something a little slower paced that's more like, you know, mm-hmm. comfort for me. But I, I'm going to get back into it. I was wanting to play, I wanted to finish the single player before this week's episode, but I just I just couldn't get there. I did want to say I did finish the single player this week. You know, I was on the last boss um, last week when we had Fuchsia on. So uh, I think the next day, like... About an hour before work, I finished it, you know, and I got that last, I got to see those credits. But after that, I went back and I beat every level in single player mode. So I've got the, whatever the extra level is, and it's really fucking hard. Yeah. But is it it cool? Not not frustrating. It's actually fun. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's just like, this game is one of those, like, great examples of a game that'll, like, you know, it's your fault if you fuck up. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really like. It's not cheap. Preci- yeah. precise platforming and, the, and they just kind of hone in at the end and i think i kind of describe it here it's like super precise pr- platforming where you're getting shot at the whole time that's the last level mm. and then mm. just really like i said like really interesting like things rotating and changing direction uh, as you're going and kind of cleaning your ink off and you're having to kind of take that into account too and needless to say like the single player mode just by itself i think is worth the cost of admission yeah, i may have that's what that's what that got before, me in but... at the beginning. Like that's what got me into Splatoon One. Was the platforming is so great, and like yeah. they do have a few levels that are sort of the same, but they're still like mechanically different. Like there's a couple levels that are, like collect all the the pellets or whatever. You know, that have almost like a Pac-Man feel to them. But yeah, yeah, that's what mechanically I they're so different that even though they're thematically the same, like they, they're just so different. Like I feel this game does a great idea. of each level and i think i did the math there's 65 total levels maybe 66 if you include the bonus the, one the bonus and you're including the bosses too but they have like platforming elements to them like 
I feel like every level is really different from all the others. I agree. Each one is a unique new challenge. And, and uh, yeah, it's worth checking them all out. In fact, I plan to go back and beat all those levels too at some point, maybe next week. There were, about the, I feel like the bosses are some of the best I've played in any game. Any, any there was one boss I would disagree about, but the other ones are great. <laughs> the one that you didn't like? Yeah, there's one I don't like because I feel like it's just a blatantly like from another game. Oh, the one that's from oh, really? uh, Super Mario Sunshine or something that you're yeah. talking about. Is it? Do you have to like fill somebody's belly and then their and then their uh, belly button comes out and you have to it's smash not that them? Cool. It's not PD Piranha or anything like that. No, it's even worse. Oh, I would say what I, I was thinking, trying to think of some of the Sunshine bosses. It, is it somebody in a in a bath? Did fight somebody no. in a bathtub again, like Bowser? <laughs> You're you're kind of getting to the. I mean, do you just want me to tell you, or you do you not want it spoiled? Is is it the stingray? Is it, it's is the it, stingray. It's the stingray where it splits into a whole bunch of things it's after you shoot it. Okay, yeah. It's that exact same battle. Yeah, like, I was trying to think of like which which are the sunshine. Uh, like bosses. I don't think there's as much space that it's occupying, but it works the exact same way. I mean, I love that. That that's one of my favorite things from Sunshine. I fucking love Bro, that. Boss. I hated that part. I, I love that boss so, so much. much. Like that that whole like area with the haunted hotel and all that. I I love that part. I thought that that was great. I love that game so much. Well, I love that part of the game. I guess not the game so much. Well, then you'll love this whole game. There was um there was one there was one uh single player thing that I really loved. It's the one where you like go through the maze and then the maze like flips and then you go through it in a different way. Do you remember that one? That was one of the last ones I beat. That one actually reminded I when I was playing that I was like I was like this is like a this is like a Breath of the Wild like um you know it was like a Breath of the Wild level like the like the little challenges that you do in that game. It reminded me that it would be like one of those little mini dungeons. You know, it it really felt like one of those. Which I guess model, the, the one that was stuck on the longest too. was the target one which I think we talked about last week. Is it the one with the bow? Where you're yes. on the thing, I hate that one so much. That's actually that why the, I kind of like. Very, yeah. Well, I thought that was the last level. I sort of like, rage quit, but happening? not really. I just went. Turns to, out, yeah, I had overlooked a level in the second, the second world. Yeah, so you like, can. I, I wondered if you because you can kind of just like. So skip I went back to the everything. second world and I found it, and it was really easy, and I beat it, and then I unlocked the last level. Yeah, because you can kind of skip through things if you. I wondered like if you could just because you just need to just get enough to go to the next thing. So right. I'm wondering if you could just like go to the boss, and I thought about doing that. I just I just haven't played. You can, you just have to beat all of the bosses, and then you can win. So you've so you've played the tabletop game. I also played the tabletop this weekend. I really like it. Like it's it makes a lot of sense. Except I don't know how to use specials. Oh, you have to. Well, see that became a, a newer thing of complications. You have to kind of when you're laying your cards or whatever, you have to lay them around those dots. And if you completely well, cover that. the dots, then you make enough to where you can use your specials. And I think you just hit like ZR or ZL, and then it'll switch. That's to what your, I can't figure out how to activate the special because I've gotten it up to like I think I had like six like glowing orange yeah, you, squares you, you or click, whatever. You click like, one how do I the, use a special? You click one of the shoulder buttons, and it'll switch. It mm. says it says it on the menu while you're playing it. It says it in the corner. But, Turn specials on. Press I've unlocked. This. I think I've unlocked all opponents, and then I'm. I haven't unlocked all their levels, but there's like five or six different ones. It just makes sense, kind of like how it's displayed. Like if I'm not on the last one, then there's maybe one more. But I haven't played multi. Like, is there a way to play that online with people? I don't know. I don't you, think you can so. play it against other people. I'm not sure exactly how it 
really works or if it's live or whatever you go to when, when you when you start up the game if you basically like turn right around there's going to be a spot where two or three people are standing and they're like holding the cards or something mm. you don't go up to the the normal spot where, it, where it's you know up the stairs and around the or corner the, or whatever like the fish ladies there with the table. yeah you don't go to there it's okay. on the main floor it's like by like around the corner from where the 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 shirt shack is or whatever okay. and uh you'll find some players there and i'm i played against somebody it must have been live it must have been like they queued it up and maybe they maybe they went to that 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 you know around the corner uh, up the stairs spot and like you queued just kind of want to play online yeah. but they were there waiting and i just went and i played them wow i haven't, I haven't even heard about that you might have i do i want to play online with people because i think it that game by itself has depth to it that i'd like to explore yeah especially like when you're opening up new packs cards and stuff through other gameplay modes Mm -hmm. like it just it has its own life that i'm interested to see like where they take it the uh the last thing that i did on splatoon 3 was i scanned my amiibo on there and unlocked some outfit well not full outfits just shoes i could get shoes from them i think you have to play more and then you get more stuff also, we went to Target, Jess and I did, and I was like, I was like, I'm going to go look for the Splatoon Amiibo. And there was a spot for them, for the new ones, but they were not there. It oh. said Splatoon Amiibo, but they were empty hooks. But then I just saw something recently saying that they hadn't been released yet, so I don't know what's going on with that. But I know they were keep, going keep on a look sale out. I'm trying, I'm trying to find doesn't mean them. they're released yet. I do have this one. That's the only one. I, I got that one, yeah. That's one of the original ones. I, I I scanned all the original ones, and and you can get, you can basically get the outfits that I think you could originally get from them, but I just did it just to try it, you know. So I put my old ass Joy Cons on there and scanned it. I haven't scanned an amiibo. I think last time I scanned amiibo when I was trying to get all those me's on there for Switch Sports. So that's when I did that. I've been messing around with it, just like I said. I. I when I when I said it was like the best deal in gaming at the moment, like it just has so many modes to it. Like I haven't even tried. Well, I've tried Salmon Run I think once, but I've only done it like the one time. Otherwise, like I've just been playing all these other modes and like it's just so much to good, do. Good and you can try. jump, you know, on the fly. You could be like, I want to go back to single player. Boom, you just jump right over, and then you can go to whatever right. level you want. Yeah, that, like, that, I mean, I was, like I was finding like great pleasure in going around and like getting rid of all the weird fuzzy ooze knobs, like. Oh just yeah, get rid of those so they yeah. weren't in the way. I was having fun um, with that too. So like just just grinding. Well, I wasn't really grinding. I was always like playing new levels, but like getting enough to like get rid of those things was was a fun compulsion I had to do. But yeah, I feel I do really well in the multiplayer mode, but I don't always have the best team, and maybe I don't always play well. But I always get like number one like home base inker and like oftentimes like number one like turf inker like total, and I'm just like. Why aren't you guys doing your jobs like I am? Yeah, I'm, all, like, I'm so. usually placing in the top three of like the actual points I get, even if I'm on a losing team. So I don't Me know. Too. I'm playing well, but I'm I don't. I wish I was accelerating a little quicker, quicky, quicker. Got to play. It happened more. twice now that I got I got number one home base anchor, number one enemy base anchor, and number one overall anchor. <laughs> and I was just like, where is everybody else? I did I did everything. I've seen people complaining about playing Wi-Fi versus wired, which I don't even want to get into because I 
play Wi-Fi. I saw that too, but I, I play Wi-Fi and I have pretty good signal. I actually, yeah. I mean, well, I've gotten disconnected a couple times, Same. but but I feel like it was pretty solid. Like it has. It's only really... happened during battles a couple of times. It's usually before the battle starts if it's going to happen. So it's it's been it's been pretty smooth for me for the most part. Oh uh, no, when you're talking about like moving from moving from one thing to another so smoothly, I mean I think that's part of like what makes Platoon Three so great. Is is like the, you know, some minutia. It's just like the, the way they've they took two and they just made two just work so much better. Just made it smoother. It may not be as different per se, but mm-hmm. it works so much better. Like they made. I mean, out the like, gate, it has more to offer than either of the first ones did either one or two came out so true yeah. immediately it's a better value as a game than and more stuff is going to come as we even saw i mean right. which With was kind of base it's going to be supported for longer than two was i would hope at least well i mean we'll get two years out of it, at least i mean that's what splatoon one and two both got both got a full two years before they're of, bringing on quad so i mean if, i would think quad would be a switch to explore tune anyway uh right. actually yeah um, Trey kind of mentioned it, but there was a, a data mine that said there might be uh, new game modes for Salmon Run. I mean, that lines up. I mean, there is, like I said, there is going to be new stuff. They'll add new stages. Yeah. They'll add new, like, gear and stuff, probably. And Obviously, the Splatfest will keep happening. Yeah. yeah that's happening this weekend. I still haven't played a three-way match. When the fuck do I get to try that? It happened to me one time. Well, I mean, I you gotta, I mean, you're going to play this weekend, right? Both of you going to play... Yeah. Uh, Speaking, that's a news thing, but Splatfest yep. is coming up this weekend, the twenty third to the twenty fifth. I heard that you can you could already vote for what you were Actually, what you're going to represent. Right? That's all I'm going to do because yep. Sean is leaving town. I'm just planning on Splatfesting all night Saturday night. Yeah, I, I voted like a week ago, and I thought I also thought the, it was the confusing. Was that was that weekend? Mm-hmm. Oh no, it's this weekend. Yeah, no, I was, but, but they like, always let why you. Why am I not accumulating these points or whatever? Yeah, they always let you do it early, or they let you vote on it early. And then I've gotten better equipment in the meantime that I am where I don't want to wear my Splatfest tee anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll definitely play this week. I mean, we're going to go, we're going to go out uh, see my parents. So, um, but I'm still going to get some Splatoon in for sure. So I'll, I'll play the Splatfest. They moved, right? But are they still in Morton? My parents? Did they move or are they still in the same spot? Morton? My, my parents haven't lived in Morton since like 1998 or something. Or not Morton uh, outside of it. You know what I mean? No, they didn't move. They still live in the same, live in the same place. For some reason, I was thinking they, but they, but they got a like a summer house. That's what it was. They did, but they sold that. They oh, actually they sold did. it to my stepbrother. But yeah, they had another house in Missouri that I went to, but that's not there. But anyway, is is there anything else you want to say about Splatoon, or can we take a break here? I think I'm ready to take a break. All right, let's, let's take, take a, break, a break, and then we'll come back and talk about news and whatnot. <laughs> Hey you! It's me, 
Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show? Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! Anyway, we're, we're back from the break, and uh, let's talk about some new releases coming to Switch. Are we going to do our topic of what's left? We will. Okay. I always like to do the new releases first, um, because one of them is one that you're very interested in, John. It had a good, yep. had a high rating, and that is Return to Monkey yeah. Island is available right now for the Nintendo Switch. For I'm going to get this game This is an adventure game. I love adventure games, and... Uh, Ron Gilbert is back at the in the director's chair for this latest Monkey Island game. So I'm, I'm definitely going to get this game at some point. It's just right now I felt like Splatoon is really occupying all my time. Mm-hmm. So I'll let the Splatoon love die down a little bit, and then I'll I'll dive into this. Splatoon never dies, man. It's like five ne- games never, in one. Never, never. Yeah, it's a lot of games in one. No, I I I, I do. Uh, I salute you for that. For probably helps you get through more games. Like I've 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 been trying to do that where I buy less games and play more of the games that I have, I guess. Because I, I keep remembering that one year where there was like five RPGs that released like one after another, like five weeks in a row or something like that. And I, I think I only beat one of them yeah. or something like that. So I'm trying to trying to spend time with the stuff that I get. I'm just like, why am I gonna spend the money on this now and not gonna play it now? Yeah. I'll wait I'll wait till I'm done with Splatoon. Uh, as much as I want to be done with it. Wait till wait till you want to play it and you know, buy it when you're going to play it. Like, don't just buy it. Buy it when it's on sale. Buy it, buy it when you actually have time to play it. I've been trying to get better about that, but... Yeah, that's that's what I... That's what every once in a while, I fall for it still. Like, well, I got... I didn't mention it, but last week I bought a ukulele in the Impossible Lair, 
well, I actually got it for free because it was like, going to say you bought ukulele champ. Like, what? You're really getting into these champions? <laughs> I didn't even. Do, well, I was thinking about the ukulele game. I and mean, well, you have that shirt, which I do already have. Yeah. You have the shirt, so you got to get the better. Game. But I bought the impossible better layer, game but of the was, two of them. It was on sale for like four ninety nine, I think, and then I had enough gold points to just get it. So that's what I did. I did like that game, but I never finished it. But it had it had some cool ideas. It had like. Uh, influence of breath of the wild in the form of like a donkey kong country kind of game because you can go straight to the boss whenever you want to Mm -hmm. but the idea is that you have to build up these things from beating other levels that will help you get farther in the boss like will Mm -hmm. help you like you know give you more lives so it's it's, but you can go straight to the impossible layer whenever you want to kind of like how you could in breath of the wild which i thought was interesting but yeah i mean if you ever have time play it it's cool but yeah return of monkey islands out Right now, you're getting fantastic reviews. By the way, I just gave it a nine out of ten. I never had a couple other reviews that were pretty much glowing, saying it's back and it's a you know fantastic original form. Back to the uh, the good humor of the original Monkey Island. So um, I'm I'm really looking forward to this. Did you ever play any of the other ones? I played um, the one on Wii, which apparently I guess is not so fondly remembered, but I I liked it. That is uh, actually a, a pretty big hole. As much as I like adventure games, you know, uh, mo- the Monkey Island series is a pretty big hole in, in my experience, um, considering that so many people consider it to be one of the best of the genre. That I was going to say, that, that that's pretty much a dark spot for me, is uh, point-and-click games. And I, I liked them more when I was in high school, but now I just, I don't know. I don't have time for them. I feel like it takes too much time to figure out what's happening. And it's not. I think enough. they have to trick me into not knowing their point and click games, like uh, uh, like Firewatch or something, which is basically a point and click game. But or like Moon. Walk. I mean, Moon's Moon. Yeah. pretty much a point and yeah, click game. Yeah, Moon is. Yeah, right. That's actually when I stopped playing it once I realized it was a point and click game. Not because I just I couldn't get into that game. Zach and Wiki was really good, and that's basically yep, a point. And true. Click. I beat that game though. Loved that game. But the, but at the time, I guess maybe there wasn't anything else at the time. I don't know. But right now, I just I have found myself having a hard time getting into point and click games same it never really clicks for me i mean that's or, the point right yeah yes i mean i can point Uh-oh. at them and say i should play those but they never click for me anyway moving on there's a game called jack move that's supposed to be really good it's a new uh rpg set in a cyberpunk world not the cyberpunk world of 2077 of course because it's actually good but there's a demo available and i downloaded the demo so i'm hoping to try it at some point one shot world machine edition which was in an indie direct. It was actually made on a newer version of RPG Maker, but it's not an RPG. It is actually a point-and-click game that takes in place that takes place inside of a computer program. But you actually, but, but you actually get to like control like the, you know, the background with the mouse aside from the computer program and all that. Apparently, it's really good. But it was it was in one of the indie directs we talked it's about. A little it bit before. like the Pony Island game. I really like. Was that's what that was? Yeah. Apparently, it's really good. It's fourteen ninety nine. Uh, Proteus is coming out on Friday, twenty four ninety nine. That was uh, the uh, uh, boomer shooter that I've been waiting for. <laughs> I'm, I'm buying. I'm buying this game, and I'm going to play it. Well, of course it you great. are. Yeah. Well, because You're I, the target audience. Yes, I, it's a stupid name. The boomer shooter name is stupid, but yes, I like playing old school shooters. It's one of my favorite genres, so I'm going to play it, and I think it looks awesome. And you can't pre order it, unfortunately. Otherwise, I would have already. But I have to wait to see if it comes out. And maybe it'll be like fucking Cowabunga Collection and not come out so until you like would 3 say you're PM Proteus. or something. I'm pro Proteus. Also, Shovel Knight Dig is coming out, which even though you're digging underground, it's not too underground for the Switch. <laughs> so there you go. 
Did they say that or did you just say that? That's uh that's just me talking shit at the at the Akaza creator who said that oh. they they said that the Akaza series was too underground for the Switch. Oh. That's a wow. That's an extra deep cut for me, but that was a deep cut for sure. I'm that's like, a that's yeah. a later that's a later news thing. But uh, during during Tokyo Game Show, that you know, there's a I guess they're getting rid of the Yakuza name. They're going to call it Like a Dragon now. Uh, they're actually re-releasing one of the old uh, Yakuza games that takes that takes place in like feudal Japan and all that, which actually looks really great. And it's on PS4, so I can play it on there. But uh, also they're renaming it because it's that's more true to the Japanese name. Well, I mean, yeah, the actual name is was called like was like a dragon. That you you the Ryuga Gogi or whatever it's called is basically like. A that's dragon. been the name the whole time, not yeah. Yakuza. Yeah, it's been the, it's been the name the whole time. There, they're they're bringing it back to that. But yeah, the guy was like super kind of shitty towards Nintendo. I think he called like Nintendo like a supermarket system or something like that. Also, like something you buy at like the grocery store or whatever. Some people still feel pretty salty about Nintendo and their yeah their business practices. There was a well, a friend of ours. Did you see like a, a a friend of ours, Caitlin, was posting some stuff on Twitter about uh about the Yakuza thing, and I post no, I, I, I posted my favorite uh my favorite picture to show that the Switch is not for kids. I basically posted the picture of that of the naked dude with the wiener that chases you in Outlast. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just I, it just annoys me when people are like still saying Nintendo's for kids. I'm like. This isn't a game that you can buy. This dude is naked and he chases you and it's freaky as fuck. Like this This they, game comes with two dildos. It's like they don't they don't fucking <laughs> care. Or like hentai uni or whatever. There's all these like super like there's there's mad horny horny kid games on Switch and whatever. Oh yeah. Know. It's it just seems like laziness on the part of the Yakuza developers, I think. Like bring in no, any, bring I think any of them some on there. And it may go way back. I mean if you look at opinions of people like developing for Nintendo, like way back when, like when they were doing all their like, uh, you had to buy the cartridges straight from them, and certain like companies could create new companies in order to like get around that. But I don't know. There, it's just a lot of people were not feeling too great about working with Nintendo at certain points in history, and maybe like someone like him, like he's been in the industry for so long. Like, well, I think that I think that he's actually just mad about the Wii U. Yakuza game because yes, Yakuza was on Wii U in oh, Japan. Was it? Yes, in Japan, Yakuza one and two were on Wii but U. But only on. And Wii, guess what? Uh, in Japan, it didn't sell because nobody bought the Wii U. Don't blame it on the Wii U, man. The Switch is a whole different thing. People Did are you like punch that. the like the screen or whatever? How did that work? There's a there's an actual commercial. If I I'll, if I find it, I'll send it to you. There's a commercial of somebody playing it. Like a Japanese commercial playing Yakuza, and because they're playing it on the Wii, unlike the Wii controller, they're trying to hide it from their wife so they can't see that they're going to these like call girl places stuff. or whatever. It's mm. it's terrible, but yeah, there's a mm. there is a commercial about that. They'd be like, you could play it on Wii U, and you could play it not on the TV, and you but could not you let people that, know that you're doing you're all this it. all this CD activities, all these underground activities, whatever. I, I love those games, but I really. It, I mean, you would make a lot of money for me if you would just put the Yakuza games on Switch. Come on. I would totally buy them again. I have them on PS4. I'd buy them again and play through them all the way. I didn't watch this video yet, but Fortnite, there's a character now that you can unlock that basically is kind of like Splatoon, which is cool because, once again, Splatoon is huge. I don't know if you remember, but when, when Splatoon 1 came out, there was like a Team Fortress like hack or something where you could actually like ink the floor and like jump into it and jump out of I it. I don't remember so, this has happened before, where Splatoon. Well, I mean, this is when Splatoon first happened. It has had such a huge impact that they had somebody had like hacked it into Team Fortress. 
So it kind of reminds me of that same sort Nothing's of thing. quite like it in the locomotion department, you know, like getting around in nope. Splatoon is one of the most fun 3D experiences of just like traveling around, I would say. Yeah. Yep. They probably developed it that way. I mean, it would not surprise me. You know, Nintendo is always like they come up with a, a cool core movement or whatever, make sure whatever you're doing at all times is is fun. And it just seems to me like they probably just came up with this idea of what if you just like had some liquid and you were like Traveling through the liquid, you can jump up and splat it on the walls. What if you became and, the bullets? That's what I'm right. saying. Like, what if you shot things and then you could become the things that were shot or whatever? It's a cool yeah. idea. I mean, it's, yeah, there's not really anything like it. What if you are the carnage? What if you are the bullets? Yeah, it's it's kind of like its own version of like the rapid travel to like any teammate, like who's well not knocked down or whatever. But like, that's really cool too. Like the amount of we're getting back into Splatoon again. I don't know. It's just it's getting around in that game is just a joy in any mode. It's a fun game. Yeah, uh, and that looks like exactly what they're doing with Fortnite, where the character basically turns into a blob and can uh, speedily travel zoom quickly, along the yeah. land. And then, like, jump out and kill people. I just thought it was worth mentioning just to show, like, how much of an effect that Splatoon has, like, on other, on other non-Splatoon things. People are obviously noticing it. Um, they The Nintendo Switch Online got updated with new Genesis games. Uh, Elysia Dragoon, which I think is on my Mega Drive Mini that I got in Japan. But Someone needs to tell Sega how to spell dragon. <laughs> well, a dragoon is actually a different thing. Uh, you haven't mm-hmm. you played Final Fantasy. Dragoons are they're they're not. They're like dragon riders. It's a cane, right? The the of course the 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 wonderful immortal cane. They jump really high and they're gone for a couple. Yeah, they rounds. disappear for rounds and then come back and land on people. <laughs> they're great. Um, the most important thing for me is that Beyond Oasis is on Nintendo Switch Online, and that game is cool. Glor- I did actually play that. Um, I forgot to mention it. Uh, yeah, I played through the first temple or whatever. Oh, recently? Boss. recently? Yeah, like just yesterday or the day before. Um, I didn't use the uh, rewind or anything either. I just like got through the first dungeon without dying or whatever. There's some really cool looking bosses. Like there's somebody I, I followed on uh, t- Twitter that posted like the, the like dragon boss and like just how there's like the different layers. Like they do some really cool layers with it where like, where like the dragon's body is like behind the, the, mm. the, the land that you're on and you can kind of see it like shift as you move around and the dragon's head is like on your level, but then there's like the neck connecting between the two. There's some really cool effects in the game. The music like for, is shit. The the music is a is a is a, a Koshiro Yuzo Koshiro of Street, Streets of Rage fame. The actual like quality of the music is just bad. No, I like the music on there, but it's a Streets of Rage guy made that Yuzo Koshiro. It doesn't did. sound like that. It sounds more like really farty and. Sparse. I mean, I mean, it's farty because of the Genesis thing, but I, but I. But do it's like sparse. It's not like rich like the Streets of Rage stuff is. And also, Earthworm Jim One weirdly is only on Genesis. So we have Earthworm Jim Two on Super Nintendo, but and Earthworm Jim One on Genesis. So that's kind of a weird thing, but that's how it is on Nintendo Switch Online. Give us Mortal Kombat. Give us Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. That's another. On one. both. That'd be yeah. so cool. That's something. Well, I mean, I would like to. There was a rumor going on for a long time because because on PlayStation Three they had a they released like an arcade collection of Mortal Kombat one, two, and three like that were arcade perfect, and I bought them, and then they were delisted. And there was a rumor that they were coming to Switch, and they never did, which would have been really really cool. But 
I guess we can get to that segment with all of the with all the announcements of the stuff that been have been brought to Switch, like like Goldeneye, and this was a TGS thing, which was we haven't gotten to that yet. But Sui, uh, what was it? Um, Sui again. Sui Coden One and Two coming to Switch, I think, is a huge deal because Sui Coden Two is considered by many to be like the best RPG of all time. So I actually got it when it was finally released to PS uh, to PS3 towards the end of the life cycle. And I'm actually really excited to try to play it again. Like Retronauts has done multiple episodes about that series, or at least about those first two games. And they talk about it a lot on uh, Axe of Blood. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really excited to play those games. But now that there's been like so many things, like John was saying, like gimmick being announced for the Switch, uh, what is left? And after I put this on the Slack, I realized that there's a million things that are left. But why don't you talk about what uh, what we think should still be brought to the Switch that isn't that isn't on there yet? My number one, you know, besides obviously Chibi Robo, but but you know, going beyond that would be the Shenmue games. Shenmue games need to be on Switch. You know, the first one being you know twenty years old at this point, at, at least when did they come out? Ninety, no, two thousand or something like that. You know, twenty two years ago. And that was an influential game for the time, and it would be great to play that in the modern age and uh, see how it holds up. I think it would hold up pretty well. It's a little rougher on the edges for sure, but I think it's worth bringing to the Switch. And just to have the whole complete trilogy on the Switch would be amazing. I would love that. I do think, I think that Shenmue is kind of like, isn't it like kind of involved with the same people who did Yakuza though? So that might be why it never made it, where it's like, oh, that's too underground or whatever. I thought they're they're kind of looped together a little bit, like the developers are. Shenmue came from the Virtua Fighter team, and I'm I'm forgetting the name of the, the main developer right now. But yeah, I played. It plays pretty much like what if Virtua Fighter were uh, almost an adventure game. It has like Virtua Fighter feeling controls. Have either of you, you guys played Shenmue or no? I mean, I watched you play it. Yeah, I watch you and Megan play it, play it in different. It's times, one of those so games that's, that's kind like of legendary. Thoughts on it? I watch other people play it, played, but I never, yeah. yeah, I never played it myself. But I watch people play it. Yeah, it it plays like like the control wise, it, it's a, a little bit stiff. It feels like what if Virtual Fighter were an adventure game and you were walking around and every once in a while you got into fights and there's quick time events and all that stuff. And um, but mainly, I think you just play it for the story. The story was pretty good, and and for the time it was. Uh, it was a no- it was kind of novel to to have something so cinematic and that that was the impression that was really left on me it was like I, it's one of the first games to me that really felt like oh this is trying to be like a movie this is trying to be something something bigger and something that couldn't be done on previous hardware as well so but i'm i'm looking forward to eventually playing this game on the switch it just makes no sense to me that it's not there yet you know it's been on steam for forever and it's to the point where i see it go on sale on steam you know for below ten dollars often and just like what are you guys doing why not put it on switch make a whole bunch more money yeah right well i'll be pretty easy here uh i've talked about before and i know you said in the slack tree not to be typical but outside outside the box i think outside the box give us fucking rare replay just let us have it oh i forgot about that one yeah yeah, GoldenEye's getting brought. I know that wasn't on Rare Replay, but... But it is now, it, right? Or it will be? Well, people that own Rare Replay will get it at no charge, and also it's going to be part of the whole like subscription plan or whatever, but... No, give us Rare Replay. Let's play Conquer. Let's play, you know, uh, what's it called? Jet Force Gemini. Like, I want to play these games, like, just 
everyone's hype about 64. Now's the time. Bring Rare Replay to the Switch, and you will get massive support. I think all the stuff from Rare Replay will show up on 64 eventually, is what I think. Like, I mean, we have Goldeneye, so I mean, I would be really surprised if we don't get like Blast Core. I mean, we already have uh, Banjo Kazooie. Like, we're, I'm sure yeah. Tui's coming. I'm sure, like, uh, per- I'd be really surprised if Perfect Dark doesn't show up. Or, you know, on Jet Force Gemini, whatever. You can play that awful game. Play, you know, play whatever you want on there. But I mean, I, I think I think they're coming eventually. Like when Goldeneye, honestly, when Banjo-Kazooie came, I was like, I think all the other ones are going to come at some point. And I think Conquer will too. Well, Goldeneye made me feel that way more than anything. It's like, okay, well, you just brought the white whale to the, to the table. Like, can we just get all the other shit now, please? You've like kind of meted it out. Like we got. You gotta wait a lot of a lot of months, but it'll come eventually, I think. One of the um I uh, I kinda was I put some of my notes together when I was drinking last night after three days of a lot of work. So kind of my notes uh, kinda go all over the place, but there's ones that are on here, but there's also secret ones. What I was thinking is like Battalion Wars, bring that game back. The action Advance Wars game, which I've been really wanting to play on GameCube again. There was one on Wii as well too, Battalion Wars too. Which I do own, but, but bring that, but bring that to Switch. I've been really wanting to play it again. One of them, this kind of goes with. There was some stuff announced at TGS. I think um, there were new games. Uh, Rise of the Triad, which was a PC game that I played. That's like a first-person shooter game. And Phantom Fury. So is that another like reference to like Yakuza? No, that's more like a boomer shooter thing because it was a first-person shooter. Oh, but but like looking, but looking at games like this because Rise of the Triad is getting bought by by Apogee. Which Apogee also did Blake Stone, which was a game that I played a lot in high school, which is basically like Blake Stone was like before Wolfenstein. It's a first person shooter, but like a sci fi one where you shot aliens. And I would love to see that on Switch. And I've seen Apogee kind of like hint at it a little bit because it just had an anniversary like a week ago. So there's a good chance it might come to Switch at some point. I don't know. Speaking of old PC games, and you know, earlier we were talking about point and click games, I want to see Toonstruck. Two Strike coming to the Switch. And I mentioned this this game on this show before, but this is one of my favorite personal adventure games where you play as uh, Christopher Lloyd, of all people. It's a blend of live action and animation uh, where Christopher Lloyd plays an animator who gets sucked sucked into his own cartoon world. There's a lot of inventiveness in this, a lot of, um, just if you like cartoons, if you like Christopher Lloyd, certainly, uh, this is a good game for you. Uh, And speaking of, you know, cartoons, you'll hear a lot of uh, the familiar voice actors. Rob Paulson, I believe, is in it. I know Tress McNeil is in it for sure. All those people make an appearance in a, in a video game for, I don't know, maybe maybe it was the first time. This is like 97 or 98, I want to say. Uh, but it was a very fun, memorable game for me, and I've played through it a couple of times. Uh, I would love to play it again on the Switch. It would be cool to have it just... You know, on a TV for the first time. I've always played it on on the PC. You know, you know, sit at a desk and all that stuff. But those kind of games, I think they are at their best, really, on a system like like the Switch or like the Wii back in the day, where you just sit on the couch and just point the remote at the TV and be totally relaxed and you know, playing a nice, fun adventure game. I think this was on one of our Patreon episodes. I think it was on like the what was it the licensed games or like ones that are mm-hmm. based on like uh, 
popular IPs or whatever like that. Yeah, we, we I think we talked about that because I remember, yeah, you talking about it. And like, of course, obviously, Toons and like Christopher Lloyd and Judge Doom and all that was like what I was automatically thinking about on that one. Oh, yeah. Tim Curry is the villain in there. Yep. Nice. Remembering now. Love Tim Curry. It's good. Did you have another thing you wanted to add, Jeremy, on that? Well, yeah. This one's another no brainer, but, uh, Cat- let's get the other Katamari games. Like you already brought the, yeah, it's the really first weird. one back to the Switch, and it was great. Yeah, weird. I feel it like the yeah. presentation was Why done stop? really well. It was converted well. Yeah, I've really been like wanting to play that second one on we, we PlayStation Two. I've only and ever I, played the first one, and I've listened to the soundtrack at work. I've like forced my coworkers to listen to the full soundtrack. Soundtrack really good. Um, because that's one of the reasons I want that to come Switch just for the soundtrack. Like. And like, I might as well add the one that was on Xbox. You know, like there was a few others. There was, I think, there was the one that was Katamari just Forever, for the PSP, I think was the yeah. Xbox One. Yeah, I think that just bring us like all the Katamari games because the Switch is the right place for them. We love that quirky shit, and uh, you can make it value priced, and you're still going to make a crap ton of money from people like talking about it and you know tweeting about it and doing all their social media stuff about Katamari and how great it is. Katamari is truly a wonderful franchise. It was weird that they just kind of stopped with rerolled. Like maybe it didn't sell as much as they thought. Like I thought we were going to get the other one and then other ones after that, but it just kind of. That My third bad. one's kind of similar, but if you want me to wait, I, I can save it. I mean, you can. Beautiful Joe. Where the fuck's Beautiful Joe been? Like, I didn't even think back, about Beautiful Joe. Yeah, Capcom. Bring back Beautiful Joe. Like uh, that would be a great one. Yeah, Beautiful. Back. You, you know what you need to wait. If I hope what they they need to find a way to put Beautiful Joe DS on there, I had that game. I didn't play. It, it was completely but... different than the other two, and it was really cool. Well, it was really cool because you could use the it it actually because the original DS was supposedly not able to have 3D on both screens, but that one actually did have 3D mm. on both screens. That was what I, I thought was I'm so amazing that. about oh, it, yeah. and I loved it. And I thought it was Which, so cool because uh, it Phantom Hourglass did as well, like that kind of blew people's minds when it did that. Mm-hmm. Well, but it, but it, well, Phantom Hours Glass did not have 3D on both screens at the same yeah. time, though. On which, there was which at least parts? one boss where you were fighting, like where it was polygonal on the top and bottom screen. Maybe in the bosses. I mean, but I'm just saying, this was a whole game was like that. And I think it came out, might have been before. I don't know. Anyway, it blew my mind at the time. And I thought it was really interesting that Nintendo had made this system that was so unique to where you would have this beautiful Joe game that wouldn't exist on anything else. But yeah, no, I'd love to see. Beautiful Joe one and two and the DS one on Switch. I think it's a collection about damn great. time to bring back Beautiful Joe. I think yeah, the beautiful collection. he's corny enough, and yeah, the 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 unique gameplay elements like and the, like the kind of Twitch based gameplay. It's so fun. I, I remember having such a good time with it. I didn't play through the second one. I actually don't know if I ever even bought the second. I, one. I didn't beat the second one. Well, I, I was super into the first one. Like, I played all the way through it. I beat I beat Just the first one. Thought it was a pretty fantastic game. Well, the cool thing was like the first one you could actually unlock his girlfriend as a playable character. But in the mm-hmm. second one, you had her like from the very beginning. But I remember the second one just ramping up really early. Like and having this is like the same some really really that hard made, stuff. Um, Okami, right? Yeah, it was a platinum game. Yeah. So yeah, here we go. Like back to why it should be here let's fill in the blanks i mean well that's actually like kind of a segue to what i had on my list on the secret list um with more platinum games uh most importantly like vanquish was a really cool like ps3 game from a uh, platinum and metal gear solid uh revengeance was another platinum game that was really good i was just trying revengeance to think it's like the it's kind of almost like devil may cry with the, yeah 
Vanquish Sorry, Vanquish was too. They were both like action games that were really really good. Vanquish was like the one that was like their own property, and then there's the Metal Gear one. But it was like uh yeah, I was like, what was that? I was trying to remember Vanquish because I played a demo of it on Same. PS3, and it was really cool. I was trying to think about really great PS3 stuff. And there's also a part of PS the uh, Metal Gear Solid Two that's got a little bit of that weirdness in it. Sure. Well, and of course, like you know, Metal Gear Solid Collection, like it was weird that that never came through, even though it could easily. But I want one where Metal Gear Solid One is actually Twin Snakes. They could put that on there, like that would be really cool. Um, and this is kind of like we we didn't get to mention it last week just because we had so much to talk about. But PlayStation was kind of being a little trolly with Nintendo when Nintendo like posted their uh, direct PlayStation, like did like the emojis of like the eyes looking at it making everybody thinking that there was some going to be some sort of play ta- PlayStation thing on the Direct. And on my bingo card, one of my spots, which I didn't mention, which was, of course, not marked off, was that I had a spot that said God of War. Like, the possibility of God of War on be- Switch? becoming a Switch game. I don't know. There's that's, Xbox games on there. I think that's actually it's really a good game or idea. Yeah. So, no, it no, no, no. No, I'm talking about God of War 1. PlayStation 2, God not, of War. Okay. Yeah, no, I what I said is God of War 1 through 3. So PlayStation 2, God of War 1 and 2, and PlayStation 3, God of War 3. Also, the PS4 they could probably, run all of them. Well, no, it'd have to be cloud, actually. You could probably make it work or whatever. I don't know. I don't care about that one. I'm just saying, like, do some of the original of the original ones. Do that first cl- uh, God of War trilogy. And then my mind kind of went from there. I'm like, well, you could do Infamous 1 and 2. Like, those are PS3 mm-hmm. games that could easily run on it. You could do Resistance 1 through 3, the, like, first-person shooter alien game, which I really liked a lot. Let's get Alan Wake. Well, that's, yeah, that's, well, I didn't think, I never played that game. But uh, Mod Nation Racers, which was, at the time, cons- a lot of people considered was better than Mario Kart. Actually, I think at the time, mm. it, you could have said it was... Well, it did enough different stuff. It didn't have a blue shell. It had, like, a cool warp capability that actually let you, like, cut through parts of the race without having having to do that. It doesn't exist anymore. Modern Nation Racers doesn't exist anymore? Well, I'm just saying, like, it didn't do right. Do well enough to... No. I fucking loved it, though. You could make your own characters. You could make your own levels. Uh, you could you could level up your moves, which actually they kind of stole that for the... For the uh, the Square Enix um, racing game that I liked, and no one else did. Uh, the Chocobo Racer, they kind of they kind of borrowed some stuff from Mod Nations, and they had a really cool mechanic where you like um, instead of like uh, doing like uh, the boost on the turns, you would like charge up your boost and then do it later, like depending on how how much you grind and stuff like that, and or drift, not grind. But it was really cool. It was a really cool game, and I would love to see it rebirthed on the Switch. I mean, you know, nobody had the PlayStation doesn't have a doesn't have a handheld anymore. So put some stuff on Switch through there. Yep. I think yeah, just start bringing all the Vita stuff over. Like that's a great start. I mean, we've started getting a lot of the uh, RPGs from the PS One and PS Two. We we do actually we do actually have a lot of Vita stuff on there already. Mm -hmm. That was that was only like because there's a lot of uh, JRPG JRPG stuff and stuff like that. Um, one big one, like thinking of like first person shooter stuff, I was like, Geist. Can we bring Geist back? Ooh, that would be really cool. I think that company. I want to play as a bowl of soup. I've not played as a bowl of soup in 20 <laughs> years. It's time. I loved Geist. That game was great. I want to hunt a shower stall or a shower nozzle and creep out naked women. You can scare the dog with the dog food also, and you yeah. can become a rat or whatever. Yeah, I, I think that company is dead. I think they're completely gone. Like, the company that created that end space, I think... They're like, but a guy's to them former selves. 
but I th- actually think the president might have died from there. Anyway, and and space Ooh. doesn't exist anymore. But you know, somebody could take that. Apparently, uh, was it Nightdive Studios? They were pretty close to doing. They almost did a remake of Goldeneye before Rare ended up doing it. So you know, there's a possibility in there. Uh, speaking of Geist and like a cool sing, uh, cool like uh, Nintendo first person shooters, um, you should put a. Uh, Conduit. Conduit 1 and 2. Bring that to Switch. Oh, yeah. This game's right, been great. I games. had a lot of fun with Conduit I 1. I think I have one of the Conduits on the Wii, right? It was a Wii I got one of them. I think, uh, I think High Voltage is like yep. is done. I don't think they exist anymore as a company, or at least they're not doing games anymore, unfortunately. But I did really like... I like Conduit 2 a lot. Uh, Conduit 1 a lot. I didn't play much of Conduit 2. Actually, I bought Conduit 2 like cheap at the exchange. And I played the first level, and I fell through the floor, like Glitchville. Like, I, I, I walked, like, a couple feet, and I fell through the floor, and I couldn't move. And I'm like, okay. So the game, like, glitched on me, like, right at the beginning. So I kind of didn't play it after that. But but put it on Switch anyway. It'd be fun. I want to see Kid Icarus Uprising. Fuck yeah. No, I want that, too. I don't... I think we, we might have mentioned it before, but I think that... And I think uh, Retronauts said this, and I agree with them, that... They think that Sakurai doesn't want to admit that he made the game wrong, so we'll never get a Kid Icarus that has proper dual stick controls mm. because they don't want to admit that they did it wrong with the touchscreen and all that. But I, I would, I was like, God damn it, Nintendo! Please just put Kid Icarus Uprising on Switch with proper dual analog. Like I, I have it on DS, uh, 3DS, and I thought it was great, but it's the but the control is annoying. Like, let me just play it the way it should be played. Like a third-person shooter. You can know, you like, use the what nub? the fuck? You can't, no. You cannot use the nub. You, oh, well, you, well you, you can use the nub, and the only way you can use it is that you can change it. Like, well, you still have to use the touchscreen. You can move with the, with the nub and aim with the touchscreen, but you can't use them both at the same time. You can just alternate your hand, whatever. Left or right hand. Zachary, you can even Stupid. release a boat for the for the switch. Put out a boat for the switch <laughs> if it's going to get us Kid Icarus uprising. The dual analog. No, no, that's one I would I would buy the shit out of. They could release it for sixty dollars, and I yep. would still buy it. Same. I would totally do it just to. And that's like how I was talking earlier about trying to get through Xenoblade before uh, Persona. They're re- they're releasing Persona Five for sixty dollars. It's like three years old or whatever. I don't care. I'm buying it anyway, just for the just for the point of supporting Persona on Switch. I was like, fine, I'll fucking pay $64 for your game that's been out for a minute. Just to let you know that it's not too underground of a game to be on Switch or whatever the fuck. You know, I want to throw my money out there. And I think a lot of people are going to do that as well. We can uh, we can move past this and just try to just blow through some of the new stuff and be done. News, 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 news. Don't snooze or you miss the news. Actually, one that, I'll, that I do want to spend some time on. So we were talking about the Tokyo Game Show. And something that I think that's really important about the Tokyo Game Show is that AEW Fight Forever was there and it was playable, and they had this really cool like um, display. Like there was a there was a ring there, and they had like the big poster, and it had like CM Punk and and then Kenny Omega on there. Even though I was talking about them getting removed from the intros and all that stuff, but you could fall and play it. And there was just this person I had never you know that I didn't know that didn't have that many followers, but person I found on on uh, Twitter. Monster Brunch, uh, give you the Nintendo main bump there, um, had played it actually, was in Japan and played it and did this really cool write-up about it, like posted a bunch of videos of it, and even posted a, a Japanese article that pretty much 
kind of gives the release date of AEW. It says that the window. Well, yeah. Well, it it says a release next year, spring of next year, twenty twenty three. And I even like I put it, I like took a picture of it. I put it into my Google Translate. I like highlighted everything, got it all translated so I could figure out exactly what it was and all that. But I thought their write up was really good of it too. Like they said, like that that it feels that it will feel exactly like those sixty four games. Like if you like No Mercy and like WCW NWO and like Revenge and even like Virtual Pro Wrestling, which was one that didn't come out here. But with same the same hacky and all that, like they said, you will be at home with it. It it plays the same. It has like the same, very much the same moves and the same idea, and it's has that great arcade feel. But it's really it's really smooth and just makes me even the more excited. It makes me sad that it isn't coming out this year. I was hoping against hope that it was still that it was still coming out. But but it's cool that that like somebody got to play it there, you know, and actually posted like an eighteen well like eighteen page whatever whatever you call that on Twitter like just whole all, all sorts of impressions of the game and it's mm-hmm. it sounds great like i'm very excited about it yeah you've been all about that game for quite a while well i mean aw's been a wrestling federation for however long what like four years and they don't have a video game yet i mean if you think about it, i think he posted this as well a lot of these wrestlers have like never existed in video game form ever you know like so it's it's a big deal for like people who you know people who like wrestling and want to play want to be able to play these play these characters and all right that. they it's been so long yeah that makes sense there was a couple other games I want to mention real quick a power wash simulator coming to switch I'm really excited about that because apparently that game's awesome like the the Square Enix uh it's like a VR thing right but uh but I, I don't care I, I'll play it on Switch you've heard about it right I've heard about it yep it's supposed to be pretty relaxing are you trolling us am I trolling you I think it looks cool. Power Wash Simulator? I mean, it, okay. You don't like it's supposed it? supposed to be very like satisfying. Who are you talking to on trolling here? Well, I'm just saying, like, is it actually a good game, or are you guys just saying that for funsies? No, I'm saying that people on no, Twitter... I've, I've heard good things about it. I'm saying it. people like it. Like, I don't People believe. have said that it's great. You don't You don't want to virtually Power Wash things? I'm, I'm going to check it out. Seems like the virtual equivalent of, like, popping the bubble wrap. You know, just like, <laughs> oh, that's so satisfying I feel like you can't play this game Wi-Fi. That just defeats the purpose. You have to use the Ethernet, like like on like unpacking, right? Like like that sort (laughs) of like cozy gaming. I I'm excited about it. It's like a first person shooter, but you can wash stuff. It's like first person Super Mario Sunshine. I'm into it. I don't know. I I'm I'm excited about it. Well, I thought I would mention this just because it actually he posted it while we were like doing the podcast, but Cricks. A hero that I like to bring up a lot. I own one of his EverDrives for the Super Nintendo. Um, had to flee the Ukraine when it was initially invaded. I keep saying the Ukraine. Had to flee Ukraine in, uh, what was that, like March? It's like over here, March. Yeah, March. It, it was It was around, well, I mean, I was at, I remember I went to the, well, I went to parts of MGC in April. And and then, yeah, and I was talking about that then. So, yeah, it was around that time. It was like late March, early April, I think. I don't know. I feel bad. I think I'm part of the problem when I'm like getting murky on what's happening because it's been a continuous process. But Crix had to leave with his family and, you know, they had to leave a lot of stuff behind. And luckily, uh, there was some dual citizenship with Spain and they really get able to get away. And then I actually ended up grabbing my SNES um, EverDrive shortly after that because they got back to some of their stock. But anyway, the long and short of this is that. Today, while we were recording, he's like, "Oh, by the way, here's this uh, 
shitty Genesis ROM I made back in 2014. It's just like anti-Putin where you can just like beat the shit out of like Putin's head or something like that. Nice. He's like, he's like, do you want to play this? Like, it, it, here's literally the tweet. It says, back in 2014, I made a little shitty game for Genesis, which expressed my vision of Putin's sense of life. If anyone wants to play this crappy game and knock some shit out of a bastard, link is below. It works with any Gen- Genesis emulator or flash cart. So if you go to like Crix, which is at K-R-I-K-Z-Z, there's a link and you can download this ROM. Play it either on if you've got a Genesis emulator or um, throw it on your uh, Genesis flash drive if you have one to play this game from 2014 that seems justified now. Yeah. I have a Genesis emulator. I have one of those like MU, open MU or whatever that has all the different emulators in it. I mean, I don't have that. Don't Don't come after me. Don't. Forget I said that. I don't have any of those things. I don't use them, so can't get me. Uh, I would say two more things, and we'll go. It'd be hilarious if this showed up on Switch Online, though. That's all <laughs> yeah, that would, right? I mean, you never know. This weird shit on there. Uh, 3DS and Wii U are losing uh, what? So where you can't sign in through Facebook or Twitter, which I never did. So I'm not, a lot of companies are going this. that way. I was reading that separate from Nintendo, but a lot of people are uh, basically moving away from from letting Facebook or Twitter uh, do the sign-in for you. I guess folks just aren't using it, or it's also it also adds an extra layer of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly didn't know it existed until I found out that it was getting taken away. So there you go. And I played a lot of 3DS and Wii U, so who knows. But I think what we should end on, and I know some of the listeners will like this one after our last one. There's one more, if you if you wanted to end on one. I think I think we should at least talk about the big news in the video game sphere this week, which is the, the Grand Theft Auto leak. Oh, that's what I, that wasn't what I was going to end on. But let's talk, let's talk about this first, and then we'll talk about what you were going to end on. Sure. Because uh, that, that's just huge. I can't be ignored. So Grand Theft Auto 6 leaked. Um, there's videos all over online. There's like an hour and a half or something of videos. Um, it was an actual breach into their like system, supposedly. Yeah, like and somebody, they, they somebody who worked there Slack. did it, or no, or no, no, no. Somebody, somebody got access to their Slack where they were sharing all this kind of stuff. Oh, so Slack isn't yeah. safe. We got to find a different way to communicate. Got to get off that. I guess so. They well, gotta, I haven't been find sharing us. my game on here, so I've been doing good so far. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> did you? Uh, did you watch like the Donkey uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto Six leak thing? I didn't. I no. thought. I thought yeah, was, he responded pretty quick. I, I thought. I thought it was, was pretty funny. It was. I liked it because he's like, because he's talking about it leaking, and then it's like, this is Scarface. This is not Grand Theft Auto Six, and it's like, <laughs> and it's like, this is actually not that. This is like, um, the whether that that Ubisoft game, like this is this other thing, and it. Watchdogs. I, I, I just yeah, it was watch yeah. yeah the Watchdogs game. I just thought it was fun, like that that all of them were just not the leak, and then the leak later was some stupid thing that he put together. Well, the actual leak, I watched some videos from it, and it's like, cool, it looks like what you kind of expected. It just looks like upscaled GTA Five, better quality models and stuff. So, yeah. Right. I'm not surprised at, at all by what I saw, but yeah, it's just assets. It's not the game. Right. Yeah, I um, yeah, I saw some of it, and I, and I didn't really pay enough attention to it, because, well, I was also real busy, but I was just like... They're like, oh, is this really GTA? Like, what is this? And I was like, I, I don't know. I, I'm I sure it would be fantastic. It. And we're coming up on a decade since GTA 5 came out. So 
there's no fucking way there's not a new one coming out. I mean, they've already said it was. So they weren't ready to reveal anything yet. They were hacked. They're super butthurt about it, which I could see why. I mean, their whole game, uh, but all their games are about stealing stuff. Like, shouldn't they like? Should have they known about that? That maybe they trained some people to Grand Theft Data steal their shit and leak it out there because that's what all the games are about. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm just like, this is going to come out on a system I probably won't own, but maybe I will by the time it comes out. But I'm not going to be able to play it for a while. Well, it will probably release on everything like GTA Five did. So I'm sure you'll have it on something. I'm sure it'll be on PS4. I don't know. Myself, I just wonder, like, why, why, why does a hacker do this? Like, you, you must be a fan of GTA, right? But I think you're not, you're not a gonna big part of what any. people do with hacking is just because they can. I thought that was like a yeah. big part of that. They just want to show just that show people. I, I felt like they just wanted to. They want let to break everybody... whatever the security system is and be like, I can do this. Yeah, you want to show that they're vulnerable. Like, be like, mm-hmm. hey, I can do whatever I want. I can put all your shit out there, even though you think it's safe. It really isn't. I'm just doing that. Yeah, but if you, if you want to do that and be like a bug bounty guy or whatever, do do that and then like alert the company. Don't like dump all the stuff on online. You know exactly. If you're a fan of the series, you're not doing it any favors by by putting all the stuff out there and messing up their their uh, their workflow and their plans and all that. So I would I would rather this just like they'll be changing out. their entire yeah, like process and how they share stuff. Like they may very well drop Slack, like you were saying, like right it's 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 affecting i mean it's enough they made a statement about it and they like confirmed yes this was grand theft auto 6 like footage or whatever but i don't know it's it's weird it's like having them describe it it's like basically uh we were robbed and we feel awkward about it and you saw a little bit of that but it's not ready yet i don't know man it's weird we live in a weird time Speaking of, there is one more, th- one other thing I wanted to mention before we go. Speaking of like weird, fucked up times, I'm sure you saw this on on Twitter, Jeremy, because it affects a lot of people that we follow and all that. But uh, Tencent, like, completely uh, firing everyone from Fanbyte and like just mm-hmm. completely like laying off the entirety of Fanbyte, which uh, that that kind of that sucks. was Reb's partner, right? Uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, Imran. He's been on a he's been on like a IGN and Axe like uh, and, and of the Blood God. And uh, from what I heard, he was laid off while he was asleep in Japan working for the site. Like, he had stayed up extra long working on an article for them and was laid off while he was sleeping in a different country at TGS, yeah. So, it was like, what the fuck? And he said it was like the second time, second or third time it's happened to him before, where he, like, spent a lot of time, like, working on an article for a thing to find out that he was fired from it like that day or like that next day when you woke up like what the fuck man like through an email even like not even a call or whatever yeah actually i have seen that like they kind of just like disintegrated the company because yeah yeah, people i follow and find that person whose twitter feed i do enjoy was working for them and got laid off and such a uh, because didn't uh 10 cent they didn't buy um, just an asset they didn't buy limited run right or did they Limited Run. Limited Run was bought by another like big somebody. Company yeah, that, had, that had, like really that evacuated yeah. people. Yeah, they got bought a while ago. That one started with me. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, it, I don't, maybe it wasn't Tencent, but yeah, there was another one where it's like, well, is Limited Run going to get fizzled out? Also, I don't know. It's like like the actual game studio, Limited Run. Yeah, like Jeremy Parrish and all those guys got bought out. I did not know that. Yeah, 
it happened it happened not that long ago i just wanted to mention that just because it sucks that a lot of these people just got like laid off just out of nowhere because they just bought it and just disintegrated that's kind of what they did with the us gamer too which sucked because i really loved that site and i and one of my favorite podcasts was the us gamer podcast which didn't last for that long but it was great i mean before i mean it was from listening to acts of blood god and then i listened to their to that one but I really enjoyed that one, and then it disappeared. And then the whole site disappeared. I liked them because they still had written reviews. Like, not everybody does that. It's all fucking videos and shit. But what I wanted to end on was just basically a conclusion to our last week's episode was the fact that Nintendo has finally said how you pronounce the new Breath of the Wild game. It's Tears of the Kingdom and not Tears of the Kingdom. So, there you go. I know one of our listeners was pretty much... uh, adamant that it was tears and not tears and what i was thinking would have been a really great joke i should have said last week it should should have been called tears of the kingdom but spelled like t-i-e-r-s because we have the different levels we got the the sky we got the sky shit so call it tears of the kingdom we got the s tier the a tier the b tier Mm. we got the different tiers and then you can rank it all yeah at the end but I mean, now that it has like the sky areas and you can dive through shit, you got your upper tiers, your lower tiers, whatever. I I knew it was tears. I, I felt it in my heart all the time. I just was like, I I've been <laughs> so badly affected by tears of light, mm-hmm. and also I just wanted to be like a troll and be like, well, not only do the weapons break, they also tear. You know, like sure. Yeah. Well, they kind of just got this extra layer. Like maybe they're like, um, yeah, maybe they're like origami weapons this time around, and it's like it Paper was, Mario, but Paper Zelda too. I know it was tears because Tears of the Kingdom makes no sense grammatically. No, it, I can't really see that doesn't. passing muster. Well, Tears does can make sense because of like political dissolution or like the the, the whole place dissolving as like the apocalypse was occurring. Like that's things are tearing and maybe even like metaphysically, like there's tears where that would explain like the different time periods. Maybe if you're going through those true, but at least it's very awkward phrasing. So I mean, like, I mean, I I was saying, but think of all the bad, like devil may cry. is a fucking grammatically stupid name. Like, I mean, like, I mean, think of new Nintendo 3ds XL. I'm just saying there's a lot of like Japanese, like, or like various day daily activities or whatever the fuck it was various called. Various like, day life. Yeah, like <laughs> these are all stupid names. Octopath Traveler. Like Bravely I mean, Default. I mean, yeah. come on, like we yeah, Bravely Default. Like I think they're just running on like completely obscure names and that's just their thing. And and just just keeping that same font just because it's hilarious, no matter what it is. Yeah, various day life, Octopath well, Traveler, whatever. Like they're Triangle living on Strategy. Like the hype train, yeah. And- yeah. It's like let's just keep doing the same fucking font and just titles that make no sense whatsoever, and that's whatever you know. I don't know. So tears of the kingdom could work, I guess. I prefer tears. I mean, I do like the thought of a uh, a whole kingdom that has emotion rather than a kingdom that's just torn into bits and made out of origamis or whatever. Like, but also at the same time, I'm like, come on, why'd you have to confirm it? Can you just wait a little longer and been like? It's tears, T I E R S. Yeah, I trace it. Well, I mean, well, I was talking, I was talking to Jess about it, and uh, and they were pretty much saying like tears are something that already exists in Zelda. Like this is an item that already exists in the video game mm-hmm. series. So that's what it's going to be. It's not like tears. It's going to be tears because tears were already breath never existed, wild never existed. I mean, they, yeah, but it was, but we weren't like 
debating whether it was called Breath Ocarina or Breath or Breath. We weren't like we weren't like is it called Breath of the Wild or Breath of the Wild, or is it Breath or is it Breath of the Wild? How do we? Or is it Ove Touch? All right, we should end it here. No, <laughs> we really thought it was going to be a Jack London sim. No, not not that they. I mean, I'm just saying that we didn't debate the the pronunciation of uh of the names of the of the of the um. Is it called is it called Twilight or is it Twilight? How do how do we? We didn't debate that? Ocarina or Ocarina. Okay, yeah, there's that one. I guess I always said Ocarina. That was me, but whatever. Oh, same thing. Same with Ock. Yeah, you say Ock, but that's fine. I think they both work for me. I used to call it Majoras. No, I didn't say that. Anyway, uh, I think I think we've uh, I think we did enough. I think we covered enough yeah. for this let's week. Let's call this done. Let's uh, yes, let's call it uh, Done. I think is how I pronounce it. Anyway, uh, that's been episode 339 of Nintendo Main. Thanks, everybody, for listening. If you want to support the show and help us out and uh, hear extra episodes and all that, go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. For a dollar, you can hear our bonus shows. And there's different tiers, not tears, above that, where you can uh, see videos of us and listen to weekly wrap-ups with uh, music mixes and whatnot and all that on different tiers. Also, you can find us at youtube.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. You can find me at twitch.tv slash Nintendo Main Podcast. I will be back next week. I didn't stream this week because I was working, of course. You can find us on there. And, uh, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. We've been... Wait. You can also find us on Twitter at Nintendo underscore Domain and at Stack. That's Jeremy and I. Find our tweets on there. And we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. Jeremy Mikowski. John Nitter. And thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next week. Splatia! Sorry. We that might be on there, it might not, but we have to do it again. Just in case. Yeah.